show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's show me the news. Welcome, welcome gaming fans to Show Me Your News. This is episode 62. I am Yoko, and this is a very special episode today. Today is the meeting once again of Brawl Legends from 2007 and 2008. It's the three biggest names from that time of the game before Super Smash Bros. Brawl was actually released. And I'm very glad to welcome them here today. First, let me introduce my longtime co-host, and it's amazing to have him back on the show since episode 53. Welcome back, Samurai Panda. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time. It's been a grueling year, but you know what? You should invite me back in seven more episodes. I, I could do that. I'm, and I might just have to ask you back, because next week we're probably going to have to start talking about E3, because that's around the corner. When is that? Um, June 14th, 15th kind of area. Alright, I mean, looking forward to seeing the 3DS, you mm. know, and uh, all the new technology and fun stuff to play with that I know that I won't have time to play with, so I'm just going to sit and watch and cry myself to sleep that night. Exactly. So yeah, the E3 stuff will come next episode. Maybe we can rope you back in, but that's for another time. It's great to have you back on. Hopefully medical school isn't stealing your soul completely away. I don't have a soul anymore, so it can't steal what I don't have. That's so sad. That's life, man. But then again, I'm also looking for a job, so I can kind of relate to the the soul-stealing nature. The other special guest on this special episode of Show Me Your News is a guy we haven't seen for months. I think the last time he was on the show we were talking about Mario Kart Wii in episode 36. Please welcome back Gimpy Fish. Hey, what's up? It really has been a long, 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 long time. <laughs> you kind of like dropped off the face of the earth and people were going like, does he hate Brawl now? I think he hates Brawl. <laughs> I have bad news. I definitely hate Brawl. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing play, how things change. I play well. well has that ever I, I, like? Has I ever tried so hard to love it. Like I gave it so many more chances than I knew I should have to it try to love you back and again and again and again and again. No, it just did not love me back. Um, I play it. Every so often, I only use Pokemon Trainer now because Pokemon Trainer is tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I just don't so really. That's like a really weird way of pronouncing Bowser. <laughs> yeah, I looked for him. Too many syllables. It's not there. I, I tried to find it, but that's not him. Hmm. It looks like him, but that's not. Him. I mean, I, I don't know what more you could want in a character. He has a pimp outfit. That's all. That's need. true. I I I always call that his chainmail. I always told everyone I didn't need the chainmail. I mean, his uh, plate mail, sorry, not chainmail. He looks not... like he's wearing armor. He looks like he's wearing custom-suited Bowser armor. Is that and a bad thing? not awesome. <laughs> Why would he need that? <laughs> <laughs> he was 
thrown into the sun in the center of the universe in Mario Galaxy, and he just like walked off with a headache. <laughs> Not need that flame mail. Well, spoiler alert! Thanks. <laughs> oh yeah, my now, bad. Now we know. <laughs> you're a little, you're a little behind if you don't have that one. So since we were the top of the brawl world, I've graduated college. Pan, so is Panda, and he's been moving on to to gra- uh, medical school, which is a kind of grad school. I guess I almost misspoke there. What has Gimpy Fish sixty two been up to? Um. Well, let's see. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think of when I last was pretty involved with Smash stuff. Uh, I was probably in California. I'm in Washington right now. Um, I'm probably going to be going to Eastern Washington University next year. Uh, I have lots of stuff going on right now. There's been, obviously, over the last year and a half or so, if you guys have been watching my YouTube, there's been a lot of projects that I've been starting Mm -hmm. that I've done a few episodes of and have only uploaded one. (laughs) <laughs> so like I did like that uh, hi I'm Gimby Fish ask me anything that video blog thing right mm-hmm. I recorded answers for that but I haven't uploaded them because I don't have a follow up like I know that I won't be able to keep up with it so I just kind of left it at that same with the uh, same with the uh, let's play Mario Galaxy I have like four episodes that recorded but I didn't want to like get that far into it and then be like no sorry <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just this is just a gimpy thing. When it comes to episode two, you'll just have to wait forever. That's right. That's right. Like brawl talk. I'm sorry. Exactly. You're gonna have to wait. But when it comes out, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> you know, I don't. I really don't want a brawl talk two because you were the man that ruined brawl. You <laughs> was you. It was all you. It was. It was. They I'm read sorry. your thread and fixed everything. I know. Yeah, they, they they sure fixed it. Thanks, <laughs> Nintendo, for fixing my game. I really you appreciate like the, it. The slow applause right now. <laughs> yeah, there is something though that I'm actually working on, and I have a bunch of episodes written. I'm actually going to try to pull up a couple of the uh, names of the episodes that I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that competitive gaming, like how-to kind of videos. Um, I don't know how many of you guys watching remember. But I have a few videos up right now on my account that it's like uh, playing with the proper mindset, the art of counterpicking stages, and you know accepting your character's weaknesses, those kinds of things. Just like little mental reminders almost, uh, tutorial stuff. Now you're still doing competitive gaming, but you're doing different games, is that right? Well, so, yes, as of now, like as of this month. If you had asked me that a month ago, no, I wasn't at all. I'd, I've had like a year and a half off where I have not really been doing anything. Gaming-wise, I haven't been doing anything. I haven't just been, like, sitting in my room. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, yeah, I just started playing Street Fighter about a month ago, Super Street Fighter 4, and it is tight. I love it. It's yeah. it's really good. Um, what do you use? I use Dudley right now. Uh, when the game was coming out, I was looking at three characters that probably pretty much everyone was looking at. They're Third Strike characters. I never played Third Strike, but they're still tight. It's yeah. uh, Dudley, Makoto, and Ibuki. I was yeah. looking at the, oh, and and Guy. I guess Guy counts as well. Um, but like all those characters are just awesome. Uh, I ended up picking Dudley just because I don't know. Dudley's a lot of fun. He's he's really cool. Once it's he gets in, it's so much fun to do. Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, I have Super Street Fighter Four. It's just that I haven't been able to put a lot of time to it. Yeah. Sad face. Sad uh, face. 
I, I'm a Cody player personally. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, bingo, I, bingo, <laughs> exactly. I actually turned him into English just so I could hear him say bingo. <laughs> awesome. And that is yeah, a sacrifice pretty, for you for sure. <laughs> yeah, you of all people, you don't want the English voice. I also turned Hakan to English because he sounds so weird in Japanese. Huh. I haven't even heard him in Japanese, actually. Don't. He has. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, <laughs> Cody, I, I actually mained Cody back when I played whatever alpha games he was in. Alpha 2, Alpha 3? Forgot. But, like. I'll, I'll tell you this Super, uh, Super Street Fighter 4 is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely hate the decisions they made for the arbitrary technical barriers in the game. Yeah, there are some pretty intense like links and stuff you have to learn. Like, I've never played a Street Fighter game before. Like, I played four for probably mm-hmm. a month after it came out. Other than that, I played Street Fighter two probably for an hour when I was eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so picking it up now. Like, part of me is like, yes, a good game that's actually difficult. I like that. (laughs) You know, it's not easy to be good. You have to really put in time to be good. Mm -hmm. But some of it's just like, does it really have to be that tight of a link? You know what I mean? Like, come on. But people are so good at Street Fighter now that, like, giving it two frames or three frames on some of the links is is considered easy. Those are easy links. One frame links are the most ridiculous thing I could ever imagine, especially <laughs> given that they made they made a, a, a you know online. Oh yep. yep, you can't do one frame links online. Shit's not possible. Well, admittedly, the the online for that game is freaking amazing. True, it's so good because it's not for the Wii. Because not for the Wii. They're, they're, look, Nintendo did not get it right, and frankly, as far as I'm concerned, they will never get right until they hire a third-party company to do all of their online stuff for them yeah. because they don't know what the internet is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But that's that's fair to say. So let's get into the what are you playing <sighs> section. Um, Gimpy Fish, what games have you been playing recently? Give us your thoughts and maybe even a little bit of a mini-review. Um, well, uh, recently there have been a couple of games. Obviously Street Fighter 4, which I'll get into in just a minute. I played uh, Pokemon Heart Gold yes. for a while. Yes. Um, that game is very good. Yes. Uh, let me start with this. I played Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. I did not play a single Pokemon game until Platinum. No way. Really? Yep. So, I've never played Gold or Silver. Huh. That's too which bad. are supposedly the best ones, right? Those Wait, things really? are amazing. They are. So... I played Pokemon Heart Gold. I haven't actually beat it yet. I, I'm, I'm in Kanto. I have a little bit left. Uh, but, like, that game is so fun. It's so good. I love those kinds of games. I like that they still use the same system, that they haven't really messed with it. They're like, people like Pokemon. Catching <laughs> monsters and then using them and fighting with four moves. Let's just keep doing that. I like that. Right. You know, that they didn't mess it up. Like, add a new move. Like that would throw the whole thing off, you know what I mean? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Five moves. But then again, uh, like, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't change much from that from platinum. But if you think about like what they actually changed from red and blue, oh, from to platinum, red and blue. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. the first time I played platinum. You know how in red and blue, like if there's a trainer that is going to fight you, it is standing still and it doesn't move ever at all. Mm-hmm. 
So I was walking around in Platinum, and I uh, walked around a corner, and some guy was walking around, right? Mm -hmm. And I walked by, and it did, like, the battle thing. I jumped. (laughs) I was like, what the heck? (laughs) They can do that? (laughs) It threw me off so much. It was ridiculous. Anyway, Pokemon Heart Gold was very good. Um, I don't really have much of a review. I just really like it. Um, I've been playing some old-school RPGs every so often, so, like, you know, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Mario RPG... Bowser's Inside Story, which is amazing. Yes, oh. that was a great amazing, amazing, game. Amazing, amazing, That's my favorite game now. It finally beat out Paper Mario 2, which was my favorite game. I've been playing that a little as well. My, I'm using recently pretty uh, freely. Recently, like within the last year. <laughs> I haven't been doing a lot of gaming. Um, I'll be playing Super Mario Galaxy 2 soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Super too soon Super- or like 2, comma, soon? Super Mario Galaxy 2, comma, soon. I'm going to pick oh. it up at after work today, possibly. I might, I might hold off on it because I've been playing Street Fighter a lot recently, and I don't <laughs> need to cram in another game, you know, because I don't... I do other things, <laughs> so I don't know if I need another game to be like, oh, I just won't do anything today or tomorrow <laughs> or the next day. Yeah. Because that's kind of what happens when you get good games. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4 is really good. I like that, with a couple exceptions, it actually seems like an extremely well-balanced game. Wait, what are the exceptions? Makoto Um, and Hakan? Makoto is probably an exception, um, just because there's, like, it's only a couple of things that you could kind of tweak. Like, just the fact she has no reversal. Like, she can't. Yep. So you could just pressure her all day. But like and on the, the spamming show, you can beat out everything she has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that also is a, a minor point. Yeah, and like uh, you know, just on the top end of things, like it'd be hard to to fix a character that's like Rufus just because his mix-up game is so good. <laughs> Rufus is obviously really good. <clears throat> Ryu is obviously really good. Like they're not broken; they're just good. Yeah, they're no Sagat. From you know, right. they're no old school Sagat. But I just okay. like that. Aside from those few characters, everybody seems like they're mid tier. It's just the higher end of mid tier and the lower end of mid tier, and then there's a couple of high tier characters and a couple of low tier characters. I love that. It's done so well. That is, you know, kind of what you want for. Yeah, exactly. You don't want there to be the top tier, the high tier, mid tier, low tier crap. You no, know, you don't want there, there eventually will be though. But yeah, what, yeah, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. What's amazing is though, they've already announced that they're patching the game, and in the patch, there are balance changes. There's there's already little balance things going on, and that's incredible because no fighting game ever, shockingly, has just ever balanced itself. Yeah. yeah, why would they never balance a fighting game through patches? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Like because they want to release a finished product, so they just stubbornly say, "No, we're done." But see, Capcom at least listens to, you know, community feedback and involvement and all that, so... True. Yeah, Capcom's I love that. Very, very good. Actually, like, I, have a, I have a side note on this. Um, so, a while ago, I was playing these Naruto games. Clash of Ninja Revolution 3 is what I was playing. You said Naruto. Naruto! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all you had to do. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, before it came out, I was a little hyped. I liked those games. And so I was on the uh, Will Volution boards. It's their kind of Smash Boards show you can kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking at the information on there, 
I hate to say this, but as a Nintendo game player, I was jealous of Tommy. Oh, wow. Because the Tommy people did an amazing thing with that game. They were like, all right, we're going to make this game and we're going to do it right. They had the competitive players, the best minds, basically be like taking the, the back room with some obvious exceptions when I say the best minds. You'd like taking the back room and having those guys be the game testers. Mm-hmm. And rather than having them test for like, you know, glitches and stuff like that, just have them test for balance. Yeah. And that's what they did. And they listened to the community. And I was like, this is crazy. Tommy's they, doing yeah. it better than Nintendo. I mean, I know Nintendo has a lot going on, obviously. Like, that game had a lot of testing going on, looking for glitches, and there's a lot more variables and things like that. But still, you know, like, it's just, when you see that, and then you look at Brawl, and, like, I know that this is not a huge deal, but just day-to-day's down throw chain grab. Like, that, how did that slip by, people? It didn't slip by. They did it on purpose. Yeah, there are yeah, two, There's so many things just, in the game that show they did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, that's my side note. I'm jealous of Tommy, of all gaming companies. <laughs> that just... It just made me really sad. <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually know about that. Uh, Vasef, I don't know if you know, if you recognize him in the Wii Evolution boards, he's really into the Naruto games, and he's, mm-hmm. like, talked to, to Tommy and everything. Uh, he's been <coughs> able to, like, actually get a lot of the changes. He's compiled the changes and given it to them, you know. Yeah. So, like, he, he's really big into that stuff. Uh, and so I, I know, like, that there are a few companies out there that actually listen to their players. It's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, people people get angry at me for hating on Nintendo. But honestly, what are They're we really looking They're really stubborn. They really do. Yeah. What are we looking at here? We're looking at a company that refuses to evolve. They don't involve their fans mm. at all. They don't talk to us. They don't give a shit about us. They really, truly don't. I would the just like audience, to say, what? I'm, I'm a huge Nintendo fanboy, and I totally agree with you. Like, yeah. I love Nintendo games. I love them. I'm sure I'm going to love Mario Galaxy 2 when I end up picking it up. Mm. Mar- uh, Bowser's Inside Story was amazing. Galaxy 1 was amazing. Metroid Prime was amazing. Like, they have amazing games. But what you're saying is totally true. Like, they're not the, like, friendly, you know, family company that's like, yeah, we're going to do what you want. It's like, yeah. no, we're going to do what we want, and you're just going to happen to like it. <laughs> yeah, pr- Exactly. And, I, you know, I can't fault them for the DS. I think everything they've done the DS so far is great and wonderful. That platform is truly incredible, and I'm still playing it to this day. It's in my hands right now. I just have it. I pick across uh, 3D, you know? I just got that. Uh, but I just truly cannot get on board with them with the Wii. They just have not... Like I hoped it was gonna be the same thing with the with the DS. The DS has a gimmick. It has like two screens and a touch screen on the bottom. Yeah, the best games. Yeah, but the games are still so classic. They're just yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the the best games don't need that stuff. They don't rely on it. It it, it came from a gimmick to just an extra added utility <clears throat> to normal good games. Yeah. For the Wii though, there has not been a single game where I can say the Wii mode just felt like it added to the game. Games are made around the Wiimote, making it more gimmicky, because the Wiimote is only possible of so much. I liked Metroid Prime control scheme with the Wii Remote, but like it's, it really is hard to think of like it enhancing the experience a lot. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. It, it it's it's a distraction in most games at best. Mm-hmm. I think the way they approached it in Galaxy uh, is the closest we that they've gotten, which is yeah, because it's just like a controller. Second. It's exactly. just a regular controller, and you happen to shake it for one of your things. Yeah, like that's something like cool. It. I wish they would integrate it more and use more of the technology for that. But most games, the vast majority, don't do that. Well, yeah, let's and, let's know. translate that into you said you were playing Picross 3D. Oh, uh, I, I try to keep up on some games, uh, but recently I've just gotten a backlog of games. Like, I, I did play Hard Gold a lot because I could watch lectures and actually play Hard Gold at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually watched lectures at double speed, and I watched them at double speed while playing Pokemon. I did that with movies for one of my Hitchcock classes. I just played Soul Silver, which <laughs> Cough Cough is the superior game. Oh, God. Uh, Hitchcock. Some, some Hitchcock movies are good, but I can't stand most of them. Uh, I played the new Ace Attorneys, uh, you know, Miles Edgeworth, Edgeworth ones. Yep. Um, I'm trying to get Infinite Space. Um, I want to get Fate of Resonance. And I have a backlog, like I said, of games. I still have yet to touch God of War 3, Final Fantasy 13, Mass Effect 2. Ooh, I played Mass Dragon Effect. Age. I got around to it. But most of my time nowadays is consumed by League of Legends. League of Legends. Yes, the League of Legends, LOL, <laughs> is the acronym. Yes, they, they did that on purpose. LOL is a <laughs> to, to download and play game. Uh, it is uh, of the MOBA genre, the multiplayer online battle arena, they call it. It's basically, it, it, uh, the control scheme is like, a, like an RTS game, like StarCraft, which, by the way, I'm in the StarCraft 2 beta. Been nice. for a while. Not nice. I don't really enjoy the game, but... I haven't played it yet. It's, it's disappointing. It, it, it's StarCraft. You know, if you like StarCraft, you'll love StarCraft 2. If you didn't really care for StarCraft, then you won't care for StarCraft 2. Seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it plays like that, but you only control one unit, a hero, and uh, you, like, level up as the game progresses. And, like, every game is a, is a new 5v5. It is incredible amounts of fun. And get this. It is now the third most played online game, online PC game. That is amazing. Just as the beta? It's, it's not in beta. Oh, it, it came out. It's free. Yeah, it's out. It is released. Uh, oh, I you, didn't even know that. Yeah, um, you're probably thinking of, of HON, Heroes of New Earth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, see, like, the, uh, LOL and HON are the two spinoffs of what was a Warcraft 3 mod, uh, right. like a custom map, Dota. Defense of the Agents. HON is a ripoff. Well, not a ripoff. It's basically they took exactly what Dota had and gave it better graphics, a different name. But the balance is okay, exactly the same. Uh, League of Legends made their own version of it. You know, like that's pretty much completely. It's it's the same base to it, but they've got their own mechanics and they've got their own things going on. They have their own champions and their own ideas. Um, so it's a lot different. Okay. Uh, HON just, I think, ten days ago maybe came out of beta. Finally, League of Legends has been out for maybe a year now. Mm-hmm. HON had fifty thousand users in its beta. When it came out, you had to buy it. Thirty thousand users that same day flooded League of Legends servers. Wow! <laughs> they actually had to shut down the servers for a few hours because they had so many people getting the game at the same time. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think we can tell who won between the two games. 
Uh, they're only behind World of Warcraft and basically Call of Duty and all the different uh, like versions of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's it. It's the third most played uh, uh, online game now. And you know what? So many uh, Smashers now are playing. Yeah, I was. I just got into an argument with DFAT and like uh, and the Texas boards because DMG, Dojo, DFAT, and uh, like you know other Texans are all playing the game. Uh, Daster and Marco, M3D, yep. uh, like tons of SBR members now are also playing the game. We just got Shia into it. I think uh, he just downloaded it and tried it and everything. Uh, and we're getting more and more people into it. It seems. And just, it's truly, it's incredible how fast it's spread. It's a good game, more or less. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, we, had, we had M3D on the show last, and he was talking up that game. And oh, I know okay. you had started playing it near the end of our time in the amazing apartment. That was the... Yes, yes. I, I'm actually now, I uh, have like more than a thousand games under my belt. And Not yeah, bad. I, I'm like low, high, low, meaning like I'm near the top echelon of players. So I'm almost there. I'm almost there. It's it's a fun game, and I, I mean, uh, a morbidly obese man who carries around a giant jug of wine or beer. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Is that the guy in your uh, Smashboards avatar? Yes, it is. His name is Gragas, or as I affectionately call him, Lady Gragas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He almost looked more like uh, Gimli to me. <laughs> he, you know, he does look like a dwarf. If you look at just his face, but the rest of his body isn't very dwarf-like. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So, I, you know, let's see. For the last episode, I said I was playing Red Steel Two, and I finished Red Steel Two. Any good? It's it's so much better than the first. I mean, it's well, how like, could it not be though? How could that not be better than the first one? That, that's true. I mean, it's not fantastic, but it's <clears throat> it's not okay. It's 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 good. I'll, I'll give it that. It's good, but it's got the worst. <laughs> it took you okay. so long to say it that I don't necessarily believe you. <laughs> uh, it was it was fun. It just got a little repetitive, like you know most sort of things where you just beat up bad guys. But uh, yep. I'll, I'll give it, I'll say this about the game: it has the most anticlimactic ending of a video game that I can remember. That sucks. It, Rewarding I mean, endings are the best, and those those endings are just like oh, I just wasted my time, didn't I? I mean, and <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now because it's not a spoiler. I mean, because you like there's this main guy, and you finally have a fight with him, and then when you beat him, they do a cutscene where it's like, you know, the guy's like you haven't killed me yet, and the guy then like stabs him, and it's like, may you, you know, may the evil the world forget of your evil ways, and then there's like a freeze frame of him with the sunset in the background, and it's like the end. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, was, it was like they ran out of money very quickly for to like <laughs> actually produce a good ending. So That's awesome. For, you know, an enjoyable game, it was an incredibly disappointing ending for Red Steel 2. Um, I also went through the Subspace Emissary because I hadn't done that since... Uh, I did the first time for Brawl, went through that with Sword Hunter, my brother, put it up on YouTube, and then I also, a couple days ago, got Super Mario Galaxy 2, and oh. I finished it this morning. That's a, and, lot, of, uh, wait, a lot of playing, wait. apparently. Galaxy 2? Galaxy 2. You finished it this morning? I finished it this It leaked online a couple days ago. You, but you, I mean, one, like one day? 
Two days. Oh, two days. Okay, that, that, that makes more sense. Like, did um, you play like pretty much all the time? Um, no, no. How it's, many hours did you put in? How about that? that? That's a good question because I don't think I actually got kept track, but I'd say maybe ten to twelve hours for the like the seventy stars that you need to get to Bowser. Okay, I was gonna say if that's all of the stars, I'm oh, no, kind no, no, of no. upset. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll talk more about Galaxy Two when we get you know to the yeah. later in the episode because that's going to be the big topic of the show. Um, but no, it's it's, it's as amazing as people have been saying it is. Oh, that's um, awesome! So the and I'll try to be you know I won't do spoilers and all that. I'll I'll be nice. So let's see for the headlines. Wait, 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 wait! One question. It might be a spoiler, but does Mario beat Bowser? You'll I, I just have find, to know. You'll have to find out on your own. Oh, not in my game. I'll get to him when that Bowser win. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, Bowser! You the took over level. the world! <laughs> <laughs> Finally! So I, I've, I've let Bowser beat me in games before. Just conceptually, it was like, nah, Bowser's got this this time. I'll go from all the bone. <laughs> you got to every so often. Come on. So a quick uh, quick overview of the headlines we'll be going over today. We'll talk about MLG Columbus in a couple weeks for Brawl. We'll touch on that real quick. Also, the Pokemon Generation 5 starters were uh, announced and released. So we'll... I, you know, I've been keeping up with that news, and I did not know about that, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonic 4 also got delayed. We'll tell you why and, you know, give our impressions on the game as a whole. Um, Miyamoto, I think it was, made a statement of how the new Zelda is easier to play. We'll, of course, get oh. thoughts on that. Uh, Google uh, made, you know, gave tribute to the 30th anniversary of Pac-Man with a playable Pac-Man in the Google logo the past couple days. We'll talk some Pac-Man. Also, IGN finished out their villains list, and Bowser is not number one. I was upset, probably pretty reasonably, but I'm upset about that. I'm still kind of mad. We'll tell you who is number one <laughs> and why they shouldn't be. Also, out recently, give uh, impressions on Alan Wake and Red Dead Redemption. Then we'll do mm-hmm. Super Mario Galaxy 2 and then round out with some mail time. So, MLG Columbus is in a couple weeks. Um, and it's, you know, amazing for, you know, how much we were into Brawl a couple years ago that, <laughs> honestly, it's going to be more of the kind of thing like, yeah, you can maybe watch and see some of the live streams, but aside from YouTube King and Ally, it's, it's going to be, you know, tough for people to break that level of competition. Well, what happened to ADHD? Uh, I haven't been in the scene much. Yeah, but. ADHD won. What was it? The, the one that he won. SNES. Yeah, he won that one. Yeah. But then, you know, for the MLG Orlando, it was Mewtwo King against Ally, and Mewtwo King Mewtwo won. King destroyed. That was ridiculous. Really? It was Ally Snake, or I hear he's been using Meta Knight a lot recently. Uh, I think he was Snake, but he was. I, he's been trying to work up his Meta Knight. Ninja Link says in the Stickam chat, "What about me?" <laughs> <laughs> Do your best, Ninja Link. Gambare. Oh, God. If I could punch the internet, you'd know that you have bruise right now. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it on my cheek. Have you guys heard the song, by the way, Meta Knight, the best you ever had? Yes. That's so awesome. Neo made just, that? Yeah, it's amazing. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it really it's so is. it's so entertaining. You know, if you if you prefer that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was awesome. So free, 
I, I listened to it while I played it. Oh well. <laughs> you know. So, yep. So you know, Columbus, you know, being pretty local to us, I know not so much for Gimpy Fish, but <laughs> wait, really I mean, close? Yeah, kinda closer. Although I, I do almost, you know, not to the Ohio State people that listen, I kind of wish Columbus fell off the map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Columbus is in Ohio. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. You think it was like Alaska or something? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I'm, I actually don't have uh, any intention of going, uh, unfortunately, but... Mm-hmm. Eh. I, I mean, had like, intentions of going. I wanted to go really? to the last one and this one. And uh, You with Brawl? Yeah, I wanted to go. MLG's tight. I've never been to an MLG tournament. I've never been to one. I mean, they apparently they get like huge venues, and they're, yep. they're really handling it well, which is, yep. is great for the Smash scene. I heard the first MLG had laggy TVs, though. Ooh. That's a disappointment. Yeah, it'll probably stay that way. They're not, they're not super laggy. I heard that they were fine, um, but... Yeah, that's they're using flat screens. That's just how it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, any lag is is worse than no lag. You know, even if it's small, yeah. it's there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And some players can't handle that. Like I personally hate lag. You know, like because you have muscle memory. You know, and yeah, I, I'm not I'm not that great at adjusting that. Oh God, I just had flashbacks. My last <laughs> my last unit was. Uh, motor pathways in the brain, and there's actually a specific pathway for adjusting. Uh, like pre-learned <laughs> See, the awesome. things you learn in medical school. The more you know. Oh, if you want some of that stuff, I have plenty of, of things to teach <laughs> you. Like, for example, do you know when you get hang or when, when you're hung, you don't die because the, the rope chokes you and it doesn't break your neck. It actually breaks your spine. But it breaks the spine so high up in the spine that it paralyzes you from the shoulders down. That's nice. And you die because your diaphragm is paralyzed and you slowly suffocate because you just can't inflate your lungs. Hmm. The more you That's know. Nice. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to Pokemon! <laughs> Let's good, go transition, go good transition. We'll do some <laughs> asphyxiation and then to these cute little... Starting Pokemon. I don't know if they're that cute. Yeah. <laughs> Not these ones. <laughs> I don't know. You have the uh, the grass starter, Sutaja, who looks kind of like a grass snake. A skink, if you will. Skank? Really? They just... Skink? A skink, skink is different than a skank. Oh, skink. See, <laughs> that, that makes it better, I think. <laughs> The the fire starter Pokaboo was like a fire oh, pig. God, and is that really his name? Pokaboo. Yeah. Oh gosh. And then there's Mijumaru, who is the water otter. Try saying. Water. Ah, I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, those aren't the English names, obviously, because that I don't think those would fly in English. But you know, one thing I I have played every generation of uh, Pokemon pretty much. I've never played the in between generations like platinum or yellow. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, but like, since the first starters, they have not made a good like three starters. I would agree except, with that. You know, except for last one. The last one, I loved those three starters, mm-hmm. except for the the grass one. Yeah, the fire and the, and the sucks. I mean, come on. 
a fighting monkey, like a fighting yeah, fire monkey. That was tight. And and a tight. steel water penguin. Yeah. They, they were really were badass awesome. for sure. But I mean, come and on. Then fire a big ugly thing with a tree on it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's going to be the thing with, you know, these starters. And there's also a certain sense of, you know, nostalgia that, you know, growing up and getting older is. I saw, like, a comic. I can't remember who did it. But there's, like, you know, 10-year-old Samantha with Squirtle. And she's like, you're Mr. Bubbles, and we're going to go on an adventure, and I love you, Mr. Bubbles. And then, you know, 24-year-old Samantha is looking at, you know, Miju Maru, and it's like, damn, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it's it's not like you know they're getting uglier. It's more that you're getting older, which is I guess an interesting way to to put a, a perspective on it. Well, you know, I'll tell you this. I've always, oh, since the first game started the fire Pokemon, not because I like fire, but just because the fire one was like the most interesting to me. And it just so happens that the fire one is the most interesting in every uh, game that I've played thus far. But that pig looks stupid. <laughs> what eye. the hell was that? Is the bright little eye that does it for you? Or I honestly, I I wish it were real so I could just I could kick it. I hope that they at least evolve into something kind of cool. Mm-hmm. How could that evolve to anything cool? I don't know. It's a fire I don't, pig. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers, but I hope it's, it does. Yeah. <laughs> It's also interesting to note that it's going to turn into Ganon. It's going to turn into Ganon. There you go. This is the Ganon. first fire starter that <laughs> doesn't actually have a flame anywhere. Isn't that huh. weird? <laughs> well, not not where you can see. Oh, fire yeah. crotch, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, your mind went there. I, didn't I think say you're it. thinking of a different kind of flame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could be. Hmm. <laughs> See, Torchic kind of, you know, people are saying Torchic in the chat. Torchic kind of had that on his on his head. head. Yeah, he had a little, he had a little like uh, feather thing that was in, kind of looked like a little flame, you know. That, it, it like reminds you of a, fo- yeah. a flame, but this is just like a it's just a pig on a tail. No, this this is just a pig. Oink, oink. There's nothing. It, it's it's a red pig. That's the only. That's the amount of fire they put into it. They it's like it a pig that survived. A luau, and just <laughs> out of there, and then it's, it's and exactly, then that's it. It's exactly. <laughs> oh man! But now every time I look at it, I'm just gonna, gonna get hungry and just imagine it's a little flaming pig over a fire. <laughs> oh man! The grass that, starter. Uh, I'm not a fan of the grass started though, and people are calling it smug leaf because of like the eye, and I like looks like he's like, yeah, I'm the shit. Yeah, kind of. I'm not I mean, a fan of it. It's better than having a little clamshell on your stomach. Okay, okay. So you're <laughs> one of the people who say that Mijumaru sucks? What? You think that the otter sucks? It has a clam on its stomach. If it didn't have a clam on its stomach, it, you, you know, you could have a compelling argument for why it wouldn't suck. <clears throat> I've heard that's people just, say that's that they think... fail. They just built the fail in. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's he's kind of cute though. Eh. When I fun. first saw him, I thought he would have been cool because I I genuinely thought it was just like a baby abominable snowman Pokemon. I thought it was Ice type, awesome. and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so tight. 
And then I saw little flippers on his feet and found out he was water type. And I was like, dang it. Because <laughs> it it, if you look at it right, it looks like a little abominable snowman. It looks like it's going to oh, evolve into like this big, awesome thing. You know, it still could. Maybe it would be like a water ice. I don't think they've had that type. Do they? <laughs> yes, they do. They have uh, uh, Lapras. Yeah. Oh, totally forgot. There was, <laughs> there was a rumor going around that eventually when they evolved, they would uh, evolve into a grass fighting, fire dark, and a water psychic. Ooh, so grass fighting? Oh my gosh. So that yeah, grass out. fighting, that means I have to get that. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have a thing. Would, uh, cancel each other out. Me too. Fighting type is all I ever use. Like when I when I get my when I get my starter, I pretty much am just bored until I get a Tyrogue. I know. And then I get a Tyrogue, and then I get a Hitmonchan, and then I get a Hitmonlee, and then I get a Hitmon Top, and then I keep one a Tyrogue. And that's what I use. I don't use anything else. <laughs> Just, you just That's, use Tyrogue and it's, it's very I, I only use four Pokemon when I go to the Elite Four. That's it. Wow. It's impressive. And it's, it's so hard to beat the Psychic. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate it. <laughs> well, I mean, Dark, a lot of... Uh, I, I, you can use... What, what is his name? Uh, the, I just blanked. The, the fat dude with the... Hariyama? The wrestler. Yeah. I, I love him, too. What? I just... Hariyama? Yes, Hariyama. Oh, God. He has you know, he has a payback. It's a dark type. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yep, yep. Yeah, and if you use a uh, Trick Room, which I, I don't know if any fighting types have it, but Trick Room makes slow Pokemon move faster than fast Pokemon. It's a weird move. That's, yeah, that is weird. And, like you can use that, pull out Hariyama, use payback, and destroy Psychic. King. <laughs> yes, you know what I like I'm Pokemon. excited for. I hope that they make a fighting type EV and they call it Hitmonrion. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the tightest thing ever. I've been waiting for Hitmonrion for a long time. That would be awesome. Oh man, <laughs> be so I have not liked a, a fighting type for so long. Like Lucario, he just didn't do it for me. He is okay. I like all the originals. Realistically, I like Tyrogue just because I like his concept. But like mm-hmm. Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, those those are where it's at mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, wait, by Hitmonlee you mean Psyduck, right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. For people who don't get that, Nintendo 64, oh, come on, Smash 64. <laughs> when when Hitmon Lee came out, he actually said Psyduck. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. I should note that for this subtype rumor, like the interesting thing about it is is that the subtypes would kind of cancel each other out. So that, you know, if it's like the grass fighting against the uh what is it? The water psychic. The grass would beat the water, but the psychic would beat the fighting. Oh, that's so, actually kind of cool. It would be great, but it's a rumor and it's not confirmed. And that would be cool, though. It why, would, why is it like, where did the rumor start from? Did people just say that? That's a good question. Um, I'm not Probably. exactly sure where it started from, <laughs> but it's it's floating around out there and it's definitely not confirmed. So You know, that makes sense because in the fire uh, dark, the fire loses to the water, mm-hmm. dark beats psychic, and yeah. fighting beats dark, but fire beats grass. You got it. Uh, <laughs> that is that is actually that really, really smart. And the more I look at this fire starter, the more I hate him. <laughs> oh, God. He has pants on. It, he, it looks like he has pants on. It does look like that. Huh. 
don't know. I think the key is going to be, you know, how they evolve. And, you know, it's it's really tough to make the, you know, decisions on them now, but it's all going to matter of, like, what forms they evolve into. It doesn't sure. matter. I'm not going to use them anyway. Unless that really is a grass fighting, then I might, but I like the fighting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, the gra- I'll, I'll give it to you, like, the grass starter is the only one that actually doesn't look completely retarded. And if it's grass fighting, then that's just incredibly baller. The, yep. I mean, like, it makes the decision for me. Mm-hmm. So did you guys actually, you guys saw the gameplay? I did, yes. Or at least yeah. the little clips of it? It looks so much better. It really it's does. About like the time. fighting, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. Update it. There you go. Yeah. It's not hard. You got two sprites, and, you know, you just make a better animation for the move. Yeah, yeah they had individual, hard. like, uh, parts. If you noticed, uh, at one point, they had the legendaries fighting, the Entei and... Yep. Um, Zoroark? Yeah, I guess it's Zoroark, not uh, Entei, but yeah. whatever. Uh, like, they had, like, their tails and their heads and their midsection all moved individually. Yep, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. That looked so... And you can see the whole Pokemon instead of just, like, the back of its head. Yeah, everyone has, like, a unique idol animation, which is really nice. I like that, too. It's 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 like honestly about time. It, it like it looks so much better than any other Pokemon thus far. And the three D the the weird three D effects they have going for it though, like mm-hmm. on the outside world. What do you guys think? I'm not. Uh, um, I'm a little hesitant. More, I think yeah. we've seen more examples. Um, I, I, I agree. I'm not exactly a fan of like the characters that were going down the street and they're like walking and they were getting out of your way. Yeah. I'm not exactly the biggest fan of that, but I kind of liked the, the side-scrolling city. That, yeah, that I could get down with, but just that weird-ass thing where you're... Because you can't see what's in front of you. Exactly. And that bugs me. Nobody likes that. It's like in uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings when you have like the dino level. It, it's a weird, you know, stretch the Sonic oh, fans. Hold on, hold on. Like, I, I thought that there was like some sort of agreement where we didn't actually admit that game existed. <laughs> See, I thought that was Black Knight. Oh God, he did it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, you also have the issue region, which they announced, and they also have the new trainers who are actually older than ten years old, which is finally a nice change. Good. Uh, honestly, does it really matter? They say that they're ten years old, but they always look at, <clears throat> look at least fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. and. They don't age. It like it like. Have you seen Ash? They still <laughs> they, Pokemon's still running. It's if he still it. looks the same. Do you buy into the coma theory then for Ash? Oh man, that was ridiculous. It's wait true. what? It's true. What's the coma theory? Just quick as possible. Obviously, it's... everything is a dream. Oh, that Ash is in a coma and he's just yeah. imagining all this basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's actually a really well thought out theory, and it sounded pretty good because you know, you know what? I have to say that 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 has to be the case. Otherwise, how the hell could a level eighty plus Pikachu lose to an Electabuzz? Thank you. <laughs> he lost to Electabuzz. What the <laughs> hell? Sends he had like Steel Tail too. He had moves that are fine against electricity. It's like Pikachu always starts over, but you know, it's like the beginning. You know, gym for early trainers to face get their first badge and yet Ash has difficulty. He's either the worst trainer ever or so there's something like strange going on. So yeah, if you want like a fun read, Google Pokemon the coma theory. <laughs> it's it's interesting to say the least. 
Um, anything else about Pokemon? Um, not too Wait, sure. When was it supposed to be released? Um, this game is supposed to be released at the end of the year. Really? And in Japan. Yeah, and then okay. of course you know we'll get it months later. But well, I don't know. Actually, worldwide releases are getting more and more common. That's that's one thing I can uh, say. Nintendo's been doing better as uh, releasing Agreed. games. And, you know. But we we had Heart Gold Soul Silver in September twelfth of two thousand nine for Japan, and then March fourteenth. I take it back. Yeah, it's <laughs> not so much for Pokemon but it's, games. It's getting better though. It is getting better. Just overall, yeah. I mean, in, in games like nowadays, period, like they're they're getting better with not releasing it in different regions first, and I think it's because of piracy, honestly. Yeah, because people are just anxious for the game, so they pirate it, not because they don't want to buy it, but because they just want it now rather mm-hmm. than later. So it just makes financial sense, you know. Right. Uh, Sonic Four. You know, it's it was supposed to come out maybe June or July of this year on WiiWare, Xbox Live Arcade, and PlayStation Network, except it got delayed. And Sega was doing this, like, countdown sort of thing, like, big news, guys. Oh, yeah, we're going to delay it, but we're going to hear from you and get feedback so we can make this game as good as possible. Um, I know that, Gimpy, you definitely saw footage on Pan if you got around to it. Oh, I actually watched that on my own. You did? My only real source of news. Mm-hmm. What did you think of like the footage? Do they? Do you think it really needs the kind of buffs that you know they say they might need it? I don't know what buffs they say they might need. I, I know yeah. that the game looks tight. It looks awesome. Uh, it basically looks like they did with actual good Sonic games. <laughs> what they did kind of with with Mario Brothers when they had new Mario Brothers come out. It's not that kind of a graphical update or anything, but it it's kind of like, hey, remember when we made good Sonic games? Why don't we make another one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be good. It looks good. But, like, can you blame me for being skeptical at this point? <laughs> you know what well, I mean? I like, they, they have had success on the DS. Um, what was the other one? Sonic Adventure? No. Uh, uh, Rush? Uh, yeah, one where it had that one cat lady. Yeah, Sonic Rush. Sonic Rush, yes. That was that was like just like the old school Sonic games in a lot of ways. Uh, and it was really well done. Really, really good. So they've done it before. Uh, I know. It's it's hard to imagine the Sonic team doing something right <laughs> after after all of they have done wrong in the years. It sucks uh, because like everyone likes Sonic. You want it to be good. Yeah. You know? He's a mm-hmm. he's a cool character. He's like he's definitely an icon. Well he's no knuckles, but yeah. But agreed, Nobody's agreed. A... Knuckles is tight. <laughs> but I don't know. The game looks cool, though. Yeah, I mean, my my biggest gripe with it is my biggest gripe with pretty much every uh, like old school remake and everything's. I would rather when they say Sonic Four. Like, have you seen the differences between Sonic, Sonic Two, Sonic Three? They made a lot of changes to the game. They added a lot of new things. Yeah. Uh, and new mechanics and like just slight things adding on to the gameplay. And the homing attack for this is huge. Yeah, the <laughs> homing attack is, I guess, the one big thing they added in. But I never liked the homing attack because it kind of made the game easy. But I, I really, I'm, I'm withholding judgment on whether or not that's a good or a bad thing because they could make it hard. You know, if, it, it'll if, make some things easier. Well, if they do it right, let me fix that. If they do it right, it'll make some things easier near the earlier part of the game. Yeah. But then I think that later it'll be necessary and difficult to use properly right. to get through the levels. Mm-hmm. That, like that's what happened. Yeah. 
like what happened with Mario Sunshine. You're upset at the beginning because you're like, I don't even have to make my jumps right because I can just use this water pack and like back up if I overcross or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then near the end of the game, it gets harder. You you still got to be really on top of your jumps. Well, see, the the, the biggest failing though with Sunshine was that uh, when it became hard was like the last two stars. Agreed. I think that the biggest failing, really, the biggest failing was just the voice acting. <laughs> what? What? Who actually listens to like the voice in Mario games? Have you heard the voice acting in that game? I try not to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure at one point you did, and you probably cried. Like you uh, of all people were probably, you know, because you obviously, a lot of us are not the biggest fan of the English voices in most games. <laughs> True, but yeah. come. On like, when you hear Bowser in that game, I was so upset. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's I mean, not Bowser either. Brawl Bowser and that Bowser, not Bowser. Name one Nintendo game where voice action, voice acting actually mattered. And a first party Nintendo game at that. Yeah. Um, I think that the voice acting in Super Mario Galaxy One genuinely added to it because it wasn't necessarily like speaking. Some of it was, and it sounded good, but like Bowser's voice in that was awesome. I guess it kind of added a little bit to it, but... Oh, it definitely... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it did add to it. I'll, I will give you that. But I think more so the point that I'm, I'm trying to get to is that... Oh, you're totally right, though. You're totally right. It's, yeah, it sucks every time. <laughs> but have you seen any other, like, big title game on other consoles? Like, Uncharted 2? Come on. Yeah. Yep. That was incredible. So well. That, that was a movie. It was a movie, and they're actually making it a movie, too, officially. So, I mean, when I look at Nintendo and I look at these other companies, they're going in different directions. And yep. I like the other direction better. <laughs> you know, like, I love the Nintendo base. Like, the games, they're great. They, they you know, they had wonderful things, but it, they, just t- they just figure, you know, hey, we, we'll just go this way. Everyone else is going to go that way. And, uh, yeah, see you guys. But I think... Well, hey, they sell well. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the most frustrating part, because people buy yep. their shit. Yep. Stop doing that. <laughs> we, have some, uh, we have some diehard Sonic fans in the Stickham chat who wanted to make a couple corrections. Apparently, Dimps is handling the production instead of Sonic Team, so I think oh. Sonic Team is more for the 3D games. More for the bad games, okay. Exactly. Except right. Sonic Adventure 2, I'm kind of a fan. And... Unfortunately, Knuckles is not going to be in Sonic 4 Episode 1, but there are rumors that... So that means I'm not buying it, okay. Yeah, yeah. But there are rumors that he'll be in Episode 3 because they do that whole episodic thing. And, um, yeah, that was about it. But let's... You were getting on your Nintendo rant, and, you know, Miyamoto recently said in a... uh, The German site Gaming Media, this was via 1up.com, he said that Nintendo's creating a new way to play the next Zelda Wii game. Yeah, we are trying to make Zelda, which has become very complicated, easier to play. No, next. it hasn't. Oh God. No, it, it hasn't. Yeah, honestly. What where wasn't I just saying like for Twilight Princess that the game was way too easy and I just could not derive much enjoyment from it because I it was just too simple for me. See, I, I think you're talking about like a different sort of, you know, easy. I think you're thinking about, like, the difficulty of completing the game 
as opposed to like the difficulty of the controls. I think that's the big gripe with this story. I don't oh. think they're trying to make you know Zelda an easy game, just like a simpler controls and you know sort of the um, what's it called? like the canon, I guess. Like make Zelda easier to play, not a difficulty wise, but a control wise. I, I have such a huge rant waiting right now. Go for so, it. Shoot. You know, honestly, <laughs> oh I'm okay with gosh. them changing the controls. They want. Okay, this is my frustration, not with Nintendo specifically, but with gaming in general. Okay? Mm. Games used to be hard, and that wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It being mm-hmm. difficult is not bad. It being overly complicated, sure. Like, you know, you're not going to have a random guy pick up Guilty Gear and be like, man, this is tight the first time they play it, because it's just going to be overwhelming. But Zelda? What? Zelda's not even difficult to control. Like, it's not a hard game. You just press A, and you pick an item, and you press those buttons, and you move. That's it. Oh, God. How is that difficult? And then you have, I mean, everything that comes out, they're like, we're trying to simplify it for the audience. We're trying to simplify it for the audience. Brawl is the perfect example, mm-hmm. although that oh, God, had, a different, had a different motivation behind it, I think. That was more like, oh, you want to be good at it? Ha, ha, ha. We'll put a stop to that. But that... Uh, I think it's more so the online component. You want to be good at it and rape people, you know? I can agree with that. Yeah. But that being put aside, like it's like, oh, you know what's really hard? Pressing A a bunch of times. Let's just hold A. <laughs> okay, that's 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 fine. I'm willing to put up with that. But it's just ridiculous some of the things that they change. Like the choices that game developers have been making with difficulty. Like we were talking about earlier with Street Fighter. A lot of the links are really hard. Yes. They're probably too hard for most audiences. One-frame links are very hard. But having difficult aspects, things you have to earn in the game, is very rewarding for someone who actually wants to play the game. You know what you do if you want to do this, this easier to play? Mm -hmm. Easy and hard modes. (laughs) I don't mean difficulty. I mean control. They've shown that they can make multiple control schemes. I'm all for that. That's fine. But don't dumb it down on purpose. I mean, it's it's just funny to me that Nintendo is the one doing this. They have... Their their controller has two buttons. It's already the simplest thing you can have. How how simpler (laughs) could you get? Honestly. You can only press two things at a time if you hold it in a certain way. And you can also hit the D-pad a little bit, like maybe like one or two more buttons. Is that really that complicated? There's a giant A button and a giant B button. <laughs> they, it's literally like, what the hell? How dumb do you think people are? I think but, this is this is the problem when you actually talk about gaming. That's it's now starting to get in the mass media, mm-hmm. and you have people who aren't just you know ga- people who've been playing games for a long time. You have people who are trying to get into video games. And, you know, one time, a little show, my, my family wanted to be like, oh, let's, let's do a game night. You, you know, spent some time on the Wii, and I'm like, um, okay. So this was, you know, right around the time Brawl was out and all that. And so we're like, 
let's pick a game, let's try, let's try Super Mario Galaxy. Would we say that's a relatively fair and easy game to control? Yep. Yep. Yeah. My I parents. Wouldn't, I wouldn't give it to my parents. That, that's okay. way too hard. I, for I them. say like for yeah, those I, people who haven't played video games, they freak at yeah. like you know seeing the kind of things like even just moving when you're upside down, or even yeah. like that is a little disorienting at first. So <laughs> even like when you have to like press A at certain points, like. Even, like, something that we think, because we've been playing games for a while, is easy, like Super Mario Galaxy, there is a certain kind of barrier that has to be passed now that gaming is becoming more of a mass media sort of market. But do you I have to pass that, that with, the, with the big title games? Like, there is the core audience still. And the core audience, you know, you just exactly. said... Exactly! Yeah. yeah. Exactly! People you, still... Play video games that used to play games. The entire audience is not new. And here's the best part. Peter, uh, Yoko. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, took, it took me a second. I forgot what your, your online name was. Uh, you know, it, you, your parents said you play, you know, the Wii. So you recommend a game to us. Right. You know, like, the people... That are that they have to appeal to are still the core gamers because the core gamers are telling the casual gamers what to play. We we see a game as simple but also fun, and we say, "Hey, here you go, play this." You know, like they ignore that fact. They say, "Oh, we'll just make something that the casual audience will enjoy," and the core gamers, uh, whatever, they like us enough. Like they'll play it because it has Mario on the title. Mm-hmm. Or Zelda, or Metroid, or whatever you want to call it, whatever whatever game you're you're ranting about at the time. I mean, it's not a bad strategy for a few titles. Taking one, yes. you know, uh, like series in that direction, but they have taken every one of their series, yep. bastardized it, and made it for the casual audience. Mm-hmm. Zelda is one of the few things that has remained. Semi-core, I still think it could do a better job of being core, like, for new gamers. People that aren't just playing it because of nostalgia, saying, oh man, this is so much better than the last Zelda I played. No, people that have never played Zelda before, they usually don't get into it very much. Because yep. it's just the nostalgia, I think, personally, in my opinion, fuels a lot of gamers to, through it. You know, because they know it's going to come. Although, I'll disagree with you on that, you know, as far as Galaxy 2 is concerned. if I mean, unless you think that, you know, Galaxy was a terrible bastardization of Mario. I mean, oh Galaxy my gosh, 2 Galaxy was so good. <laughs> I was like, so Galaxy good. 2 is everything Galaxy was and much better. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> sure. I, I, you know, I didn't play Galaxy much, but... I like, so... If we're on the topic, how was it? Um, I think we'll get to it in a little bit. We still got little things to touch on. I don't want to go on that tangent when it's a big part of the show right now. Let's talk about oh, yeah. Pac-Man a little bit. Of thirtieth anniversary, it's it's been thirty years since Pac Man was out. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like part of me thinks that's a long time ago, and part of me is like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Pac Man, that's like, I mean, it's not the first game by any means, but like, Pac Man (laughs) is only thirty years old. Like Melee is ten years old. Yeah. That is progress right there. Pac-Man to Melee. That is progress. Wow. 
So the Google logo for you know the 21st and the 22nd uh, had Pac-Man playable in their logo on mm-hmm. their homepage. And so I, I only knew about it because my brother went on to Google uh, trying to fix his computer. He has viruses, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden he was on Google and his speakers were up really loud. <laughs> and then we just heard like, what the? Like, we just like jumped out of our chairs. What is going on? I missed it. I was playing. Uh, I was playing Street Fighter too much, and I didn't even turn on my computer really. So, I was totally unaware of this. <laughs> I did, and then I remembered. Oh yeah, I'm terrible at Pac-Man. Pac-Man is hard. It's another one of the examples of games used to be hard, and that was okay. Mm-hmm. And Donkey Kong. Because games used to be friggin' hard. They were merciless. Like you, you'd get hit, and you're dead. Mm-hmm. No save point. You're what? done. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with easy to learn, hard to master? Because that seems to have worked yep. for so many games in the past. Why Melee. do they just do easy Melee. to learn? <laughs> yeah. Super Smash Bros. Melee. It, actually, it's a great idea. Super Smash Brothers. Your the controls are pressing B, down B, up B, and forward B. Yeah, compared to most fighting games, that's an incredibly simple control scheme. Absolutely. And yet, it, it contains a ridiculous amount of depth to it. Yeah. And I would argue, I know a lot of people out, probably not our listeners, but a lot of others <laughs> uh, would, would uh, you know, fight me to the death for this, but I think it has more depth than a lot of 2D fighters out there. Sort of, sort of. Here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I think that Super Smash Bros. Melee was the perfect accident. It yeah. accidentally turned into this amazingly competitive Fairly well balanced. I can't say perfectly balanced, obviously, but it's more balanced than most people think. Right. Just this amazing, amazing game with depth that just keeps growing and growing and growing. Like, people still are discovering things about that game. Not a lot now, but it's been a long time. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And yeah. there's just so many yeah. movement options. There's so many different ways of approaching, different ways of... Yeah. You know, hanging back and and keeping people away. You know, spacing is so important, and there's so many variables. But in the other respect, um, I, I love competitive gaming. Like, I'm subscribed to competitive StarCraft channels, Street Fighter channels, Halo channels. I watch Melee. I watch Brawl. I still do watch Brawl every so often. Mm-hmm. Like, I love competitive gaming. I just the concept. I I just love it. It's just like this mental battle. It's awesome. And when you're watching something like, let's say, Super Street Fighter 4, the decisions aren't as elaborate. You don't have as many options, but every decision is so much more important. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, like, if you're playing a high-level melee match, you, you really can't mess up very much, but you can mess up a couple of times, and it's okay, as long as you mess up right. Mm-hmm. And Street Fighter... If you're playing at that level and you mess up, you just took, you know, half your life is gone. And you only have one life bar, and then you're on next match. And that, that's probably my biggest problem with Street Fighter. Because, yeah. you know, the, the technical barrier of learning the combos, when I make the right decision, I like getting, oh, I don't know, rewarded for it. <laughs> yeah. No, I make the right decision now. Like, Dudley is a character that is, is like... Everything links into everything, and when yeah. you touch them, you're supposed to do about half life like every friggin' time. Yeah. Anytime so, I touch somebody, 
it's basically equates to the damage of slightly more than one of my fierce punches. <laughs> <laughs> because like I, I can't do all my links, but I don't overexert myself and like try to do them yet because I'm still learning. So I just do right. these little tiny combos. But you know, it's it's hard at first because you want to get that damage output. It seems like well, if I'm if I'm winning the exchange more than you're winning the exchange, shouldn't I be winning? But yeah. there is that technical barrier that you have to get over where those exchanges actually matter a lot more. You know, and when I can successfully combo like that, people are going to play me way differently than they are now because I'll be way more of a threat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's well, tight. I mean, think but there's a huge my, like, my perspective is, I think, a, a unique one. I've been raised, born and raised 2D fighters since I was a kid. I played Street Fighter 2. I played, you know... Marvel's Capcom. I played uh, like X Men vs. Street Fighter, uh, Children of the Atom. I played everything. <laughs> like I was a you know a, I just went to arcades and my brother because you know it was me and my brother. We didn't have any neighbors. It was just me and him. You know like so obviously we gravitated towards the one v one, yeah, you know genre. So like I played everything under the sun and despite all of that, I've never had tech like technical skill whatsoever. My fingers just don't move that fast. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I but you know what? I can relate. Like the the games that don't make an artificial requirement, an artificial barrier of getting into the competitive level through tech skill, i.e., brawl, not melee. Uh, definitely not melee. <laughs> and in my opinion, TBC, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, I think was an incredible job of Capcom. It was so responsive. With a classic controller, I could do everything I wanted. Everything I thought of, I was able to do. Uh, and I beat people that use sticks. I have won tournaments. I have, you know, placed very, very high and, and you know, like, gone far in the competitive world of games that have simple controls. Because I just, I just don't have that tech skill. Yep. And so it's so frustrating for me to say, like, I have, I want to do the Battle of the Wits, you know? I want to get down to what the, the metagame, what the late game is about for these things. But they make it so damn hard for me to get there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just sitting here like, why? Why would you do that? Like, it, it, to some extent, it's fine. You know, like, Brawl d does have some tech skill. Uh, and there's some things that new players can't do that I can do yep. easily. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a fine line between too much and too little. But it, there are some clear, like things that you say that that is way too much like Super Street Fighter 4 we were talking about one frame links there's truly no reason to have one frame links what does that add to the game yeah what it does and this I think is more of a negative thing than people give it because most people are like no there should be one frame links it should be that hard but those are like if you're playing Street Fighter at a top level mm -hmm. and you can get those one frame links what do you care yeah you know what I mean? It doesn't matter that it's harder if you can do it. And if you can't do it, don't you want to do it? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, come on. The difference between a great player and a top player isn't that they can pull off combos because it's a given that they have to pull off all those combos. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the decisions they make. So yeah. why does there have to be this giant differentiator between the okay player and the, and the great player that is just learning that technical barrier, just grinding through it. I, I think that it... 
I mean, I think really, realistically, we're we're on the same side of this. Mm-hmm. But I think that that barrier being there is still important. Yes, I I, I, I think that it should still be there, but it just but it really just gets kind of ridiculous. Like yeah. they're saying in the chat that we've got here about uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three, right? Mm-hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom two. I have never played it. Oh, whoa! Before, I've never played it. I've I've never played most two D fighting games. I've never have. I played oh. Street Fighter two, not super, not super turbo, just Street Fighter two when I was like eight <laughs> for like an hour, and then I was like Street Fighter four, let's do this. Like I'm not a two D <laughs> wow. fighter. I, I don't get it. But you know when I look at Marvel versus Capcom two, like even just looking at it, I'm like this would take me years to get. <laughs> Like, oh. I understand spacing better than pretty much everybody at the Street Fighter tournaments that I'm going to and getting destroyed at. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter yet, because I don't know the games very well. Mm-hmm. But looking at a game like that, it's just like, oh my gosh, that's just overwhelming. And then they're coming out with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And they're simplifying the controls in a way that Capcom has done before, uh, with like mm-hmm. with TVC. Uh, but they're still keeping it more similar to Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And a lot of people are complaining. A lot of the people who I think are not at that top level yet, they're in the higher level and rising, so they've kind of earned their way to that. Yeah. And now that aspect is being taken away. No. So what they oh, think Oh, you mean for is, them? Okay, I thought you were yeah, just thinking yeah, for that them. They, they think oh, that... Yeah, they think that 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 aspect that they've earned, everyone should have to earn. And and I get that. I understand that complaint. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's frustrating when I played Melee for so long to get as technical as I was, to get everything down one frame exactly, and then I'm playing someone in Brawl and they're spot dodging and it's just gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like they roll and it's like, wow, rolling works now, huh? no it's just kind of dumb I don't know I think that them changing the control schemes because Capcom is a good company they're probably going to do it right because you know they're making what would be like let's say a Shoryuken motion into a button press in one respect I get that you should have to earn the reaction time to do a Shoryuken that quickly or whatever Mm. but in the same respect it does get a little intense yeah. Well, plus, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about Street Fighter controls again, like some of the controls, when you're using like a, a controller as opposed to an arcade stick, are mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Yep. Like yeah. I just got an arcade stick like three weeks ago. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm still trying to like you know do some of the trainings on this, and it's like the two full circles, or you've got <laughs> some right. of these, these guiles, you know, slant like his yeah. uh, the kick, his little Z kick thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was such an awkward mo- movement the first time I learned it. I'm like, what is that? What is that trying to say? <laughs> it's just so and like T Hawk is like centered completely around those circle kind of moves. Yeah, and it's it's just ridiculous to do on an Xbox 360 oh, controller. But I'm sure like on an arcade stick. Ooh, ooh. I thought you were talking about PS3, and I was I was empathizing. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's oh. difficult sometimes. No, no, I'm not empathizing with you anymore. You you brought that upon yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hold on, hold on, hold on. The 360 pad, the regular pad, versus the PS3 pad, 
the PS3 pad is a lot more similar to what you'd have with like the Super Nintendo controller and stuff like that because right. it's actually got a D-pad on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The D-pad on the 360 controller is a piece of garbage. Well, who the yes. hell uses the D-pad 360's, 360 controller? 360 motions are easier on the on the 360 controller than they are on the P- PS3 controller. Pretty know. much everything else is crappy on the 360 controller versus the PS3 pad. I don't like it's the terrible. D-pad on the 360 because it's that awful. I just use the you know yeah, it's horrible. if you touch it, it feels like it's just one big button. Like it honestly, it moves together as a D pad, uh, as like as the pad itself. It just feels like you you don't. I like when I'm pressing forward. I'm not sure if I'm pressing forward or down forward. Yeah, exactly. If you know, you're if you're wanting yeah. to play Street Fighter Four and you don't want a stick, those uh, fight pads that they came out with are actually oh. really good. I have really? one of those. They they are amazing. If you oh. want to still play on a pad, they work very well. <laughs> well, I'm just adamant to to not buy anything on top because I feel like. Their arbitrary technical barriers that they added yep. in yep. were to buy these things because buying them makes these things possible. Without them, I cannot. For like, I, I you know I play Cody. I cannot do a hard ruffian kick into a, an an FADC ultra one. That was the one thing that, that the stick helped me out with so much. Focus uh, attack cancels. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so much easier now. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I can I can do the focus attack, focus attack dash cancel, but I can't input an ultra. But one. yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So hard. Why would they do yeah. that? Yeah, I got you. I actually bought my stick uh, from Best Buy because I work at Best Buy, ah, so it worked nice. out a little better for me than it does for most people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Ah, thank you so much. <laughs> Envy. Envy. You know what? Actually, I know a guy that works at GameStop. I wonder if he can get me a deal. <laughs> All right, tangents going a little far now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, in the end, to tie this back to what we were originally talking yes. about, video like easy to learn, hard to master, is a formula that I think gaming has been moving away from that they really truly need to revisit because, as we've illustrated from these examples, it's more fun for more players if you can learn the game. And, you know, like, there's more depth to it than this arbitrary barrier of getting, like, controlling it. And Nintendo is doing easy to learn, easy to master. And it seems like, for a lot of other games, they're doing, sometimes, hard to learn, hard to master. Mm -hmm. But they have really lost the art of the balance. Of balancing that, yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, I don't know. I don't know when they'll get it back, but I hope they do. So Agreed. off Gimpy Fish's main long beast of a rant. Let's talk about <laughs> some villains. Uh, last episode on Show Me Your News, we you know IGN was starting to pull together their list of the top 100 video game villains, mm-hmm. and let's, we had said that you know Bowser should be number one. It's you know he's got the longest longevity. He's freaking Bowser. Yes, so, he is freaking Bowser. So. <laughs> <laughs> the top ten here. Number ten, we've got Andrew Ryan from Bioshock. Uh, and I have to, you know, keep pressing because how IGN organizes this is just like yeah, stupid per page. It's ridiculous. Number nine, yeah. Mother Brain from Metroid. Mother Brain should be up there. I, I like that. Yeah. Number eight, Psycho Mantis, best boss fight fine. of. Yeah, he he was he was funny and everything. He was a bit gimmicky. Is my only problem with that, but mm-hmm. he's still really good. Number seven, relevant to Pac-Man, the Pac-Man ghosts. I like that, too. 
Yeah, that that's a good choice, I think. It's a nice touch. Number six, the Nazis in every that World War totally II game. Higher. <laughs> that, that should totally be higher, honestly. Uh, not not just World War II games. I mean, come on. Nazis are in like pretty much any game with guns. There's going to be a Nazi somewhere. That's true. Number five, Donkey Kong. From I like that, too. Yeah. Good I also liked. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go way back. Number 100 was Mario. Oh, from yeah. Donkey Kong Jr. That's <laughs> yeah. the only game he's ever been a villain in. I really liked that they kicked it off with that. Anyway, we can keep going. For sure. I, I actually kind of agree with that too. Smart. Number four, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Okay. I still have. I get it, but Kafka's better. <laughs> That's it. Kafka. <laughs> did, he he went out to destroy the world. And then he destroys the world. And then you're Spoilers. halfway through the game. They I haven't s- played 7 yet. They even do say that even though the nemesis uh, from Final Fantasy VI, Kefka, could yeah, be I, considered I, I, a more devious villain, Sephiroth is arguably the most iconic I get that. from Final Fantasy Yeah, if, they, if they're arguing like being iconic, then damn Sephiroth. Sephiroth for sure. You, know, yeah, you can make an argument for being number one easily. I think Kefka is in the top 20 if it makes you feel any better. So. A little, a little bit. <laughs> Number three, you have Ganondorf slash Ganon. Good choice. Yeah. Number two is where Bowser falls. Yeah. And yeah. number one is Glados. From what Pan- a piece of crap! Yeah, <laughs> that I is such that bull. They they are just pandering to the current most popular like, uh, you know, game at, at the time. You know. GLaDOS is is interesting, it's funny, and it's cool. Number one, beating Bowser. I think they're just trolling here. They have to be. And I know that, like, it's nice that, you know, know, Max finally got Steam, and you can download Portal for free, Mm. but they they said it's like, oh, you know, the sense of humor was really... And, you know, it starts off as your friend, but turns out to be a big villain. You don't have the history that Bowser does. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. You don't it's have any history, threat. actually. Yeah. Like, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, like, Portal doesn't have any background to it at all. I'd be okay with GLaDOS being in the top 20, and the top 10 would be a stretch. But, but top five, no. Number 10 would be fine. Yeah. Like, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Maybe put GLaDOS do... where the Nazis are. They do have you know? good arguments for what, you know, makes GLaDOS a good villain, but not one of the best villains of all time. Of all time. But hey, it's IGN. Who actually goes to that site anymore? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so it's just an interesting tidbit to note there. Um, out recently was Alan Wake. We saw that game at last year's E3. The It's kind of like a, a horror thriller mixed with a story element. Uh, Alan mm-hmm. Wake is a writer who goes to Bright Falls and basically learns of the dark... Not, not dark, but uh, ominous sort of spirits that are taking over the town. He is armed with a flashlight and guns, and it's kind of like a survival horror action kind of game. It's getting, like, decent reviews, you know, eights and all that. Right on. It it looked to be a lot more action-based than I thought it was going to be. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be a lot more slow-paced, like a book. Yeah. You know? Slow-paced, ramping up, kind of, you know, like, screwing with your head kind of thing. Like, a really intelligent kind of game and it just feels like the end product was more of trying to pander towards the you know action oriented audience of today mm-hmm. you know they want to do things they want to shoot stuff yeah 
Well, I mean, it's good. It's good in its, in its own respect, but I'm, I was kind of disappointed with the direction they took it. Right. Um, I was going to say something about it, and I kind of lost my... Oh, it's episodic. So they're going to be you know, releasing more episodes for mm-hmm. it, so it's going to be a game that's going to be continuing for... One of them money-making games, eh? Yeah, those... Are- <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? I mean, like, with StarCraft Two coming up, I hear rumors that Battle.net... Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to actually subscribe to Battle.net to play. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's very. Uh, disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Can you? I'm not disappointed in the respect of StarCraft. I'm disappointed because of Diablo Three. I mean, that's not gonna come out for another at least year or two. <laughs> year or two? That might come out this decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knowing Blizzard, yeah, right. that, that's year probably two. Better. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, Blizzard you know takes forever, but when it actually comes out, it'll be the best game you ever played. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think about that, though? I mean, like, the, it seems like the money is in continual uh, content or like some, some way to get money out of you over time after initially buying the game. DLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I actually, I've, I've done it. I've, I've spent the money. I bought costumes for Super, 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 Super Street Fighter 4. I They're also nice. did. Yeah, those totally worth it, aren't they? I like my deadly threads. I like them, especially I'm when you know Super Street Fighter is you know forty dollars. I mean, yeah. when yeah, you talk about a, a full sixty dollar game plus DLC, that might be starting to stretch it. Yeah, I, 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 my brother bought the Dark Age Origins, you know, and that's like a twenty dollar to ten twenty dollar DLC right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a couple hours of gameplay and everything, which is nice, but. Do you guys think that's a good direction for for games in general? It depends. I I'd, I'd say yes in one aspect. I think that it has potential, mm. but it also just has like blatant abuse written all over it. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it'd be so easy to go from rather than we're doing this for the gamer to like, you know what, we can make a couple extra bucks. Yeah. To say the least, a couple extra bucks. <laughs> I, I, I'm mostly like, su- I'm not. I'm not sure if this happened yet, but I'm surprised it hasn't yet. Where they just release a game with some core feature missing, and then say, "Oh, by the way, here's the DLC that you can pay." <laughs> you know, it reminds like, me of like, what happened with uh, Resident Evil Five. What happened with that? Um, I think it was going to be like a, you know, a main kind of mode, not like a key element of the story, but like it was, I think it was some a multiplayer. Uh, sort of mode that they were going to add like a couple uh-huh. weeks after, and you have to pay a little bit for it, but you know, not a lot, and it wasn't free. Hmm. What, what we were saying would have been. What? Go ahead. Good. Go. Well, I was actually about to say, like, can you imagine a game coming out where they don't have multiplayer, and then they release the multiplayer a week later, saying, <laughs> you know, pay for it, because you'll beat the game by then, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you like the game enough, then hey, you want to play multiplayer? Buy it. I mean, it's been a while since Resident Evil 5 was released, so my memory may be a little hazy, but I remember something like that happening with it. Oh, man. No wonder people hated that game. We were, uh, <laughs> we were talking at the Street Fighter tournament I was at yesterday. We said mm-hmm. that the best downloadable content that they could make, and they would make so much money off of this, would be downloading the original stages from the yeah. original Street Fighter 2. Everyone would buy that. No. You don't think Only- you'd buy that? Only if they have the underpass with the old music. Yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. That, that was <laughs> such a... Oh, man. That was the best. I only played on that stage. That was, 
awesome. I would buy it if they had that. <laughs> but yes, I do agree, actually. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think DLC in a lot of ways is a great thing, and I'm just afraid that companies are going to start abusing it soon. It's a great concept. I mean, like, again, I keep bringing this back to Street Fighter. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's understandable. But like what they're doing with Super, it's just a patch. You don't have to charge for everything you do. Yeah. If they understand that, if some of it is, all right, we should have put this in, here's the patch. Versus, Mm -hmm. all right, we should have put this in, we'll take your $5 now. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's and, a huge difference, <laughs> but wh- how how like for how much longer will they actually realize? Yep. Where that? does it stop? <laughs> exactly, because will you pay for tournament mode in Super Street, Super Street Fighter Four? Well, it's going to be free. Well, would you pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I mean, just just think about that. Like, there, you know, they they said it should have been the game, so we're releasing for free, but. If they realize later down down the line something like like this happens again, people will pay for it. Mm-hmm. So, and the other uh, game that's out recently is Red Dead Redemption. It's the game from Rockstar, who the makers of Grand Theft Auto, and it's almost like Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West, but it's getting really great reviews. I've heard it's awesome. I heard that game was amazing. A lot of people that I work with have that. They say it's really good. Well, anything that has any relation to GTA automatically gets stellar reviews and awesome word of mouth. Just yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get it either. GTA is good, but not. That. I mean, it's a, it's a glorified beat 'em up. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I heard of a a story that you know Rockstar was talking about that game, and um, they said that. If you buy any of their games for your kids, you're a terrible parent. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great thing for them to say because... Yeah, that's good. That's really good. All the arguments that can be said about violent video games and their effects on kids, it all boils down to the parents. And GTA. (laughs) And GTA. The the, the two core arguments. If there's one tangent we don't need to go on, it's probably the gaming affecting kids... Uh, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm I'm being a doctor in three years. You think I I can't explain that this is incredible bullcrap? Mm-hmm. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> it is. Here, it obviously is. Seconds. It's bullshit. Done. There you go. Just trust me. <laughs> I mean, come on. You you have these movies. Kids watch the movies. You know, like the violent movies on TV. Has that screwed up our generations? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, if you actually look at the statistics, gamers are less violent. Likely, they theorize, because they have an outlet right. for their aggressive behavior. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm not going to buy Red Dead, Red, Dead, uh, Red Dead Redemption. I can say it. Solely on principle. Have you gone to game trailers recently? I have. Every damn thing you click, there's a Red Dead Redemption <laughs> trailer. Mm-hmm. It has got, like, and not just that. I've gotten it on YouTube. I've gotten it on, like, random streaming sites. Every time I watch an advertisement, hell, even Hulu. I'm watching a show, and all of a sudden, Red Dead Redemption. There's, uh, you know, a thing called being too aggressive with your advertising. <laughs> so so you're, what you're saying is you're sick of that line. It's like, well, it's either me or you. And the way I see it, might as be you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. 
Hey, this is the internet, though. You can't advertise too much on the internet. You can't anything too much on the internet. That is a good point. Although a lot of cats die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the... Uh, come on. It's an old meme, come on. It's not that old. Every, you know, every, you can't do too much on the internet, but, you know, things die fast on the internet. Okay, I'm going to say something just about the Brawl community in general, and I'm sorry, but this just needs to be said. Okay. Brawl people, the internet is not real life. <laughs> Do not take the internet into your social context. Like, I talked to a guy at a tournament I went to a, a couple of weeks ago. No, not a couple. Well, like a month and a half ago. He... I don't think he said anything that was an original thought of his the whole tournament long. Wow. It was like, you know, Captain Falcon jokes and, you know, uh, lolcats and uh, memes. Just like, oh my gosh. Uh, use your brain. Yeah. Use you know, it. You are not... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being pretty generous when I say this. You're probably not an idiot. Whoever and, it is that's listening. But you're making yourself an idiot when you turn into the guy who's the internet and real life guy. BTW, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. People can take it to extremes, but usually those people are people that don't quite get how to interact. That's anyways. true. So they, at least it gives them a starting point to see people's reactions and kind of adjust Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, I can't blame him. That's I can't, all I'm saying. No, I, adjust at some point, please adjust. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can't blame them for doing it, but I can get annoyed by them, so I share your feelings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, eh, I mean, you know, it's not just brawl people. It's people all over the place. I mean, I have complete casual friends that don't even know I play brawl competitively that, you know, make Captain Falcon jokes. That were from the brawl community or something, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just how the world around us. That and saying wombo combo. If you say wombo combo, oh. and you are watching a brawl match, I immediately like you less. <laughs> well, considering that's just brawl, how it's... you know, brawl, like very few brawlers actually know what the wombo combo was. The, the context behind the statement. I had a bunch of Street Fighter people asking me about it. They're like, what is Wombo Combo? And I was like, well, it's really tight. Let me show you. <laughs> well, you know what? We, there, was, there was a big thing in the Smash community for a while where uh, people were just yelling, it's Marvel, baby! Um, yeah, I know. You know, so Pringles! Pringles. <laughs> with a curly mustache! Yep. So there is some overlap, I guess, with, with yeah, our meat. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll bring No Johns to Street Fighter soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can only help. I'll try to bring to LOL at the same time. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but when I was a swim coach, uh, No Johns was actually one of the team official rules. Really? Yeah, I made it rule number four was No Johns. Nice. All done. Yep, I was pretty it's, proud of myself. One of these days, we're going we're gonna to see people using it. You know, honestly, when you, when you tell me about how much you like competitive like, gaming, just watching in general, and like streams and stuff like that, it just makes me think... Why don't we have a gamer ESPN yet? I think that's one of our mail time questions. Yeah, it is. It is. It's right in there. We're going to get to that in a little bit. First, let's talk some Mario Galaxy 2. I know that you guys have a lot of hype, and I'm going to try my best not to be spoilerish, 
But like, let's let's present some of the evidence. This game has gotten a ten from IGN, a ten from GameSpot, a nine point seven <laughs> from game trailers. Wait, GameSpot? They're still around? Amazing! <laughs> Holy shit! They're, they're not cash calls anymore, but you know. yeah. Uh, continue. Sorry. Oh wow! There's I mean, <laughs> is are these stellar reviews? Do they make you want to play the game more, or is or are you almost a little troubled by them? Because not a lot of games get these perfect scores anymore, especially from these market. I mean, do you worry about things like I don't know? Maybe it's just me overthinking it, but like almost you know tampering because we've had issues like with you know Kane and Lynch where mm-hmm. GameStop was accused of that they were getting bribed to give <coughs> a good review so that it would you know have better sales. Wait, you you didn't know? This mm-hmm. is commonplace in in the uh, gaming journalism. Yeah. They actually game companies will bribe uh, game journalists in a lot of variety of, like ways um, to the point of even getting them like the representatives being really hot chicks that will go home with the journalists if they give their game a good review because these are nerds they're gamers they don't they're not going to get a chick like that normally yeah uh, they, this is commonplace and, and and I know a lot of people listening probably now want to get into gaming journalism. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's the wrong motivation. <laughs> but it, it, it is wrong. it is a motivation though. But you know what? I triple A games get good scores. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. But are you worried that it's too high of a score? I ignore scores for triple A games mm-hmm. usually. Too high usually means that it's a good game, and they were probably paid to to give it a certain number anyways, or to probably bribe whatever you want to call it. So the fact that it got like a ten means that you you can't bribe that, you know. So it has to have some modicum of excellence in it. And I make my own judgments. I watch video reviews more than reading reviews for the most part now because I can actually judge the game based on what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Mario I, Galaxy was really tight. All yeah. I've heard from Mario Galaxy Two is that it's pretty much Mario Galaxy again, but with some new stuff. And the new stuff doesn't seem like it's stupid, so it's going to be tight. Like, yeah. Bowser is freaking amazing in Mario Galaxy 1. He is so cool in that game. Just his voice, and like he just seems like they made him the serious bad guy again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And it looks like that's pretty much what's going on with Galaxy 2 as well. I don't know that for sure, but Bowser's still tight anyway. Right? <laughs> You've played it, right? Bowser's tight. He's super tight. He's huge. <laughs> Gigantic. <laughs> That's he always varies. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait for it. That's what she That's said. She said. Oh, uh, snap. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> I, I don't have much to say. I haven't played it. I'm probably going to play it soon. And I'm probably going to love it. I'm a huge Nintendo fanboy, I love Mario games, and Galaxy was amazing. It played a lot like uh, Mario 64, but with just more in it. I'm pretty excited. Hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of what I can say about the game besides it's incredible and trying to, you know, stay free of spoilers. Um, yeah, Bowser is pretty much planet-sized. It's- awesome. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, no. come on, man! Um, let's see. 
it's interesting to see how they developed the game based on the success of New Super Mario Brothers because you don't have like a portal for a world anymore that you just go in the different doors. Like, see, you have a Planet Mario. The old school Mario style, right? It's like a yeah, it's like a Mario head, and you go to like the different worlds, a la you know New Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers Three, that kind of thing. Except in space. Oh man! Snap. (laughs) <laughs> and um, yeah, you, you can do a lot of different things on the world. Like once you you know go to certain things, you unlock a lot of you know different facets. Like it's no spoiler that Yoshi's in the game. So <gasps> no way <laughs> is that the thing on the cover with Mario? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know w- when you unlock Yoshi, basically you can access a place where he you know eats ten little fruit things, and you get a one up. The lives. Are everywhere in this game. Good. <laughs> it's very easy to get 99 lives. Wow. Um, and it's, you know, that's a good thing because, you know, the single player does make it harder than Galaxy, especially the last level. Awesome. But the nice thing is that if you have someone to play with, you can do co-star mode where, you know, like in the original Galaxy, if you had a second person, they just... And move it around. They collect star bits. You can shoot the star bits. Except this time with you know player two, you can freeze like hold A to freeze enemies in place. Shake the uh, the Wii remote while holding it, and you can beat a fair amount of you know small enemies like that. Cool. You can break boxes. You can you know break the question mark boxes, yeah. and it's actually vital because I know some people didn't like the trash. You know levels of, you know, the original Galaxy, where you had to <laughs> oh. use the bombs to blow up the trash. They're back, yeah. but with a catch, you have your fire Mario, so you have to, you know, shoot the fireballs, and they pass through uh, the boxes on that line of the fireball. But a couple of them, you need player two, because otherwise it's just impossible. And player two <laughs> can break the boxes along with you. Um, another addition is that you have uh, Comet Tokens, in each of the galaxies, only one comet token. And when you collect enough comet tokens, the prankster comets appear more. Uh, they aren't colored like they are in Galaxy, but you know they're different for each world. You have um, you still have some daredevils. Ooh. Oh, microphone. You still have some daredevils where you only have uh, one health. You have some speed runs and. Um, some a new addition is like you have a, like a lot of enemies and you have to beat them in a certain amount of time. Cool. Um, so like they did the whole prankster comet sort of thing a lot better than in good because those were kind of annoying. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little bit. They're, they're definitely a lot more reasonable. I mean, the game is, you know, definitely definitely easier when you have a second player, and it also really helps when you've played the original Galaxy because I think a lot of the challenge of Super Mario Galaxy and that kind of, you know, style of the game is that it's tough for players the first time around to actually grasp how to move when you're in a different sort of spatial uh, yeah. movement. Like, yeah. you know, how do I move the analog stick to, you know, get it to be where I want it to be? And, you know, after some practice, it becomes second nature. So right. someone picked up the game right now and they didn't play the original Galaxy, it'd be pretty challenging. Um, so yeah, the game is also, you know, harder in a good way. A lot of games, you know, you have, like, the difficulty where it's just, 
they give you a ridiculous task, and it's almost superhuman for you to like actually complete it. Like a lot of first-person shooters do, they just they just flood the screen, and it's like, and go with this much. <laughs> Galaxy 2, on the other hand, you can see what you have to do, and it's daunting, but you know what you have to do, and it's more of the, can I execute? Which is absolutely how a difficulty of that... That's you know, platforming at its best. Yes. <laughs> that is the best. Not that leap of faith garbage. I hate that. So it, it handles that um, amazing well. People are going to ask, like, what's my fa- some of my favorite galaxies... Um, if you get to the Beat Block Galaxy and also the Flash Black, I'd recommend for those listening in retrospect. Um, and the final thing I had to touch on, I've been posting on Twitter about it because I hate it so much, is the uh, the Rosalina-esque character who what? is sort of your, your sidekick at the main world is this Luma called Lubba. And <laughs> Luma, that is... <laughs> Fat and purple. Picture Grimace from McDonald's as a Luma with plaid wow. pants. That just seems awesome. How how could you not like that? All, all he says is che, 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 It. Hey, listen. One of, yeah, one of these days I want him to put Navi in a Mario game, just like the exact same thing like it was from. <laughs> From uh, Ocarina of Time, the exact same voices, the same amount of interrupting, and just have it be Navi, just just for the sake of it. That would be amazing. Oh, God. That would be horrible. <laughs> it's so funny. But, but it'd be a star rather than a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm... I'm kind of mum on the topic. I, I think I'll try the game out. I really don't want to f- search for my sensor bar somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a classic controller. You don't need a sensor bar if you get one of those. Classic? Uh, well, no, you can get through the menu to get to your game with the classic controller. <laughs> but you need the sensor bar because you have to yeah, get to play it on the screen. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Like... I, I want to try it out. I, I liked Galaxy to some extent. I thought it was a little bit too easy, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my only comment is about the game, but more so about one of the reviews. Game oh. Trailers gave it a 9.7. Mm-hmm. And in in the review, uh, they said, in the case of Mario's story, less is more. And I, I thought, I think I actually yelled at my screen. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? There is no such thing as less is more for story. There is story, or there isn't story. They, they, it has kind of a backstory. It has Bowser. You You're not buying Mario for the story, though. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. It's a Mario game and everything. Not these ones. Those RPGs? But, you sure okay. are. Okay. But yeah, those RPGs have pretty surprisingly good stories. Well, for an but, RPG, you kind of need a good story. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, my, my that comment pissed me off. Would Mario, like, wouldn't Mario be better if it had, like, a fully fleshed story? I think so. Is it, like, worse because it doesn't? No. It's fine that it doesn't. I'm I'm not saying it should have one. But less is not more. It's not a good thing that it doesn't have a story. (laughs) That's never a good thing. And I was just so angry at that comment. Ugh. (laughs) They even removed, they usually give a score a story. Game trailers removed the category for Mario. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. They do that occasionally, but I mean, come on. It actually does have a story, technically. Yeah. Bowser takes the princess. That's that's the story, you know. Yep. That's all you need. Yeah. First concept game like that that had that was Donkey Kong. It sold well because that was a good story back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, otherwise it was like, hey, here's a bunch of stuff. You should do this now. <laughs> it's know? like, all right. I, I hate to bring up like uh, the completely different topic, but this kind of makes me think of. Uh, have you guys seen There Will Be Brawl? I saw the first episode. And I think the, I did too. The first one. It, it, it's done now. The like the, the the whole like I guess series thing. I, I just I remembered about it because I only saw like the first like two or three episodes back in the day, uh, and it was that was the, all they had. Then I went back like a month ago because I remembered about it, and it's actually like surprisingly good. It, it has a really good storyline, and it makes me think like. Imagine what Nintendo could do if they really, you know, put forth the effort in their games to, you know, put put a story. But I mean, there's no way they're going to do anything like that. It's way too adult, you know. Like there's death. <laughs> there's, as soon as someone dies, that that's you know, that's it. Out of bounds. <laughs> that's not a Nintendo game, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? Uh, Almar like plucks his Pikmin. They're screaming while he like cuts them into bits. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's but it's entertaining. It, it, just check it out. Like just Google there will be brawl and you'll find it and it's pretty good. But speaking anyways. of them crossing boundaries sort of or I guess not, when new Mario Bros. came out, the first one, when the Bowser is a skeleton, that was a little intense for Mario. That, yeah, I do agree. That was a little it. intense. But come on. Dry bone <laughs> That's all Bowser. I'm gonna say. It was it was amazing. That's all I'm gonna say on that. It was just it was surprising for Nintendo. Yeah, I, I I do agree, but Dry Bones Bowser is too badass to not oh, say yeah. that. Oh, so cool! <laughs> reason why he should have been the number one villain. Just yeah. I want to see a Dry Bones warrior. You can't, you can't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not because he's immortal. You just can't do it. <laughs> like you know, yeah, he's just that, that tough. It just does not die. <laughs> the man, the man gets beaten over and over again. But I, you know, I have to say the best Bowsers are like the ones where he's a good guy. You know. Yep, I agree. The the because I always give more like of a story to him, and he's yeah. actually fun to play when they when they let you play him. Yeah, that's actually kind of one of my uh, mail time questions. <laughs> Those mail time questions. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't read them. <laughs> Last little there bit. No about Galaxy. Um, you know, so I'm I passed you know 70 stars, which is what you need to enter the final world and all that. But there's, you know, probably like 120 or so, maybe even more than that for Super Mario Galaxy. And there's supposedly a, you know, third unlockable character. That's what people are saying. Or, you know, I think that's what maybe Nintendo even hinted at a little bit. Because you can play Luigi at a certain point. It might be like 25 stars in. And he'll appear at the beginning of certain levels. And he'll be like, hey, bro, I'm here to help you out. Um, you know, then you play Luigi. Oh, Cyberlink saying that IGN D confirmed it. Disappointment. Aww. No third Aww. character apparently. But there's got to be something when you collect all the stars. Yeah, that's you get to go on top of Peach's castle <laughs> and do Peach. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little, uh, a little over the top, Nintendo again. Yeah, getting, getting a kiss on the cheek from Peach. That, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much like making a baby to, to, to the Nintendo audience. 
Yeah. So I mean, I was really hoping it would be like now you can play as Bowser Jr. That would be awesome. I just clicked on a link. I, I googled it. I just clicked on a link where the secret character is Bruce Willis from Die Hard. <laughs> Dang. They just put they just put his face on top of Mario's, and he looks awesome. <laughs> He's like smoking a cigar on top of Yoshi. Photoshop's a bit being Sonic. Oh my I mean, gosh! They're not gonna. They're not yeah. gonna. Which would do be that. terrible. Um, I secretly hoped Rosalina because Rosalina is awesome. She, you know what? I think she was a completely unnecessary addition to the series. I but agree. I, her. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> She was really generic, and I still liked her. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. There was just something about that character that was kind of compelling in a way. I mean, it wasn't like, man, Rosalina's tight, my my new favorite Nintendo character. But it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. And, then, you know, getting to play her in uh, Mario Kart Wii kind of, like, made me think, yeah. you know what? That's uh, You know, I'm, I'm okay with, like, them throwing her in, like, all the amalgamation games, you know, Mario Party and stuff like that. Right. I'm waiting for Link in in Mario Tennis, dude. That'd be friggin' tight. <laughs> would what, how would he play Mario? Would he just like fight with a sword? Would he not? Would he not? No, have he'd have, have, he'd have a tennis racket, right? You know how they had power shots in uh, in power, power tennis? Yeah. His defensive chuck a boomerang, right? His offensive, he's got the the hammers. Oh, that's a good point. Well, come he'd on, tight. not fighting with a master sword. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just like slaps and slaps. Oh, he'd, do, he'd, do, he'd pull out the sword and do a spin attack. It would cut the ball and it'd fly in all sorts of different directions. <laughs> I, you know, I would accept that. That's then you get multiple points. Yep. <laughs> Link for top tier. Mario Power Tennis Wii. <laughs> Make it happen, Nintendo. Make it happen. Come on, guys. We all know Link will never be top tier in any game. That's oh. True. It sucks. Well, it's, wasn't he really good in Soul Calibur, though? Soul Calibur 2? Wasn't he, like, the best? Yeah, he's, he like, cool. not legal, isn't he? Cause they, yeah, he they was had, broken, like, wasn't he? Completely. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if given the chance, he might have been the best. <clears throat> but they never even gave him a chance. Oh. Sadness. I think that that sold, like, three times more than the other two versions because of Link. Of course. Yeah. I think the whole reason they made that was so they could put Link in it, and the other two versions they just threw. They threw in what, like, what was it? Darth Spawn. Spawn. Spawn that was it. Darth Vader was the next one. Yeah. Freaking so Spawn for the PlayStation ga- or uh, uh, Xbox games. Yeah. Yeah, not quite on the same level as Link. <laughs> yeah. At least not for gamers. True. I mean, he was cool when I was like ten, <laughs> but that that quickly stopped. Yeah. So we're almost at about two hours. Let's get to these mail time questions. Oh, man. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. First one comes from (laughs) 20th. It says, Gimpy being the biggest resident, no, the resident biggest Bowser fan around. What game had your favorite representation of Bowser and the others can answer too? Okay, so um, I'll start with this. The the very first game that I played where I was like, all right, Bowser is awesome, was Super Mario RPG. I'm pretty sure everybody had that same moment where they were like, oh man, Bowser's so cool when they played that game. Because he was the hero, 
and you get to know some of his kind of personality a little bit more. Yeah. And he's just really cool in that game. But that was my favorite game for a long time. And then Paper Mario 2 was amazing. You didn't get to be Bowser. He was still one of the bad guys. But I think that his character in that was done so well that, like, he's not supposed to really be a comic relief character, but he is in that game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, when he meets Rock Hawk. I don't know if I've ever laughed out loud at a video game as hard as that in my life. And then you get to use the, you get to do the the Mario Brothers battle or uh, levels with Bowser, and like it's just it's just an awesome game. But I think that the game that's the best representation of the RPG version of Bowser, because there are two different versions, I'll say, is Bowser's Inside Story for sure. Like, that's definitely my favorite game now. I love that game. And pretty much Bowser is just he's just BA in that game. Like he just walks yeah. around and he like nothing scares him at all. He's stronger than everything. Like no matter what it is that you're fighting, he is stronger. He's better. Uh he's arrogant. He's really high on himself and he's kind of dumb. But like the whole time you're playing him, like you root for him. You love Bowser in that game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. As far as the serious Bowser, uh, I'd probably say that Galaxy is the best for that. Because, like, he you know serious. that he's he's a bad guy in that game. Mm. More serious than he is in, like, Paper Mario. True. <clears throat> you know, you know that he's, he's the boss that you're going to fight. You know, he doesn't have much of a character in the original Mario Brothers games, but I think that he's really just really well done in Galaxy. Probably will be done really well in that as well. But there's some representations that are just terrible, like Mario uh, Sunshine, <laughs> which, was, which was really horribly, horribly done. As far as that goes, I love that game. It was a great game. But Bowser was just ridiculous in that game. Uh, but the Mario RPG games always get it right. Oh, and, uh, and Melee. Melee is the serious Bowser. <laughs> awesome. I love Melee Bowser. <laughs> I still think that Brawl Bowser, I think, was really well done. They, they designed him really nicely. Yeah, he's cool. he's cool. He had subspace emissary time like more than any other villain, I think. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. They made him a minion of a minion, though. Just stupid. Yeah, well, so is Ganondorf. I know Ganon shouldn't have been anyone's minion. That was stupid. <laughs> I hated that. Ganon would never do that. You gotta be kidding. Yeah, I mean, just... He has to be that powerful, then. Taboo or whatever that unexplained presence was. No, he was he was a minion to Master Hand. Oh, yeah, and then, right. Mm-hmm. Well, that everyone needs a master hand. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so that's my answer. I say Bowser's Inside Story for, like, the RPG version of Bowser, Mario Galaxy for the more serious Bowser, and, and Melee, just because Melee's amazing. He has to have Katana Gun Claws, though. Remember that. <clears throat> someday. Someday you know, he'll have them. Uh, Slick. The Smasher? He has yeah. a shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made a shirt of that. He wears that whenever he goes to tournaments. The first That's time awesome. I saw it, I, d- I didn't know he made a shirt of it. First time I saw it, I was like, really? You, really? You did that? Yeah. He had no idea that we were the ones that actually said it. <coughs> That's, That's awesome. amazing. Yeah, he oh, just saw the picture note. and he thought it was awesome. Side note, I am uh, customizing my arcade stick. I got a tournament edition Street Fighter 4 stick. I'm customizing it and putting Bowser art on it. I'm nice. psyched. I don't mind. It's awesome. going to be amazing. 
Oh, I mean, be prepared to get made fun of a lot. <laughs> Nobody's gonna make fun of me for Bowser. Like Anther and his Pikachu controller. Well, unless they ask you, you know, about your experiences with Bowser, and then you start talking about Smash, then you're in for a world of. Shockingly, I haven't gotten any of that, and I have talked to Melee. I talked about Melee at every event I've been to. Melee gets people, props. people have That's asked right. me. People have asked me about, you know, uh, what I used to play, and I tell them, and I expect that they're like, you know, they're like, "You played Smash, you'll never be good," <laughs> you know, like whatever. <laughs> but you know, they're actually pretty cool about it. The Seattle scene is really cool. It's really awesome. Well, first, it's just one day, one one time, experiment and say that you play Brawl. I think the response you'll get is a little bit different. <laughs> well, it's. If you say that to me, the response you get is a little... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the, the, surprisingly enough, Melee was uh, kind of admitted within the fighting game community as, as uh, a good... Like, uh, like, like a respectable game. Yes, a respectable game. That What they're sensitive about, some of them... Um, I made a big post on SRK just kind of introducing myself on uh, Shoryuken forums... And I could put some little tidbits about myself. And I said, I think that Super Smash Bros. Melee, and I'll probably get some crap for this, is one of the best competitive games ever made. Mm -hmm. And they were fine with that because I didn't call it a fighting game. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Stupid. <laughs> That's I mean, it's a fighting game. It's just non-traditional. Yeah, it's just you know? non-traditional. It's like, just, you're fighting. How is that? Yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't even care enough to, to, to like argue it with anybody. Do you have an answer to the Bowser question, Panda? Bowser's inside story? Alright. I, I, I truly and honestly loved that game. Uh, you got so to play good. with Bowser. Yeah, you got to play with Bowser. You know, you, you actually got to... Through the whole game, you know, he wasn't just a character. He wasn't just a side thing. He was the character, and yeah. Mario and Luigi were the sides. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's, That's what I liked about that game. Like that game was made for me. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> yeah, pretty much was. And every time, like, he gets, I'll say, beat or something dumb happens to him, like a building falls on him. <laughs> you go into like a giant amazing Bowser boss battle mode. Yes. <laughs> that oh, was amazing. That was the first time that happened, I was like, how awesome is that? Yeah, I know. That was just sweet. I still get pumped up like every time. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking giant Bowser, this is awesome. I'm fighting that a castle. Like right now. Answer, like anything else for this for that question, you know? Bowser's inside story is clearly like Yeah, yeah. That awesome. Well, yeah. since I haven't played that yet, and I'm also biased from finishing Galaxy 2, I'll say Galaxy 2 because, what? wait for it, for those that are going to play it, he reconfirms that the cake is a lie. No way. Hmm. Put in the back of your mind, he reconfirms that the cake is a lie. Hmm. I will keep that in mind. Hmm. Anyway, I mean, next how could you play Galaxy 2 in two days, and not spend the two days on Bowser's Inside Story, because that game is totally worth it. It really is one of the wait, best games I have ever played. the operative verb. Spend. Uh, hmm. That we're making like a sexual joke there or something? Is it, it, <laughs> not really. Next question. <laughs> He's making a money joke. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Next See, question from uh, Tsukune64. What was your fondest memory of back when you were a Smash player? Oh and you can go first. Single memory? 
like one specific event? You can have a couple. You know what? I actually have an answer. Oh. It was um, pretty far in Apex doubles tournaments, 2v2. Keep in mind, I only played competitive Smash for like a year-ish, maybe a year and a half. Right. Um, so like, I started from nothing. I never played any game competitively in my life. And got to the point that I was actually placing pretty high in, in, in you know, good tournaments. Uh, in doubles, at least. I, I choke in singles. But um, in, I was teaming with Anther. It was me and Anther versus Ninja Link and Boss. Ninja, Ninja Link remembers this, I'm sure. <laughs> he, he's, he's listening right now, isn't he? He actually uh, left, but he'll listen. He'll listen. Uh, it was... Uh, like the last game, game three, um, we're all in our last stocks. Anther, being the incredible pro Pikachu that he is, charges a side B off the stage in nice. the exact opposite direction at zero percent. Because he thought he like was doing a down B or something. Like, he didn't know what he was doing. And then Ninja Link just grabs the edge and Anther can't get back. So we're all at like zero percent. Me is Snake, boss is Luigi. Uh, actually, no. Uh, Ninja Link was fairly high. He was at like sixty or seventy or something like something like that. And I had been actually planning this out. Like my play style is really awkward that way. I make people get into habits because I let things work on me a certain number of times until I decide to punish for them for it. One of the things was Ninja Link. Whenever I would uh, throw him down, throw him with Snake, he'd always stand up with an, with uh, like his get up attack. All I have to do is block it, but I'd always let him hit me with it because I wanted to wait until I needed it to kill him. So I was running around throwing grenades everywhere, and <laughs> you know I was just racking up a little bit more damage with a fresh up tilt. You know, keeping my fresh up tilt. I grabbed Ninja Link once, down throw. Shielded, he did it. I up tilted, and it was just me and boss at like fairly low percents. And the game was going like absurdly close. It was so hard to get into in, inside of him without like nearly dying. And Luigi has that uppercut, you know, and like that, and that F smash too. Mm -hmm, yeah. And the game was incredibly intense. There was a huge crowd gathered. And I was at, like, 130. Boss was at, like, 130. He throws me in a specific, like, way, and I, I DI like a, like a pro or like a snake, I guess you could say. Michigan DI back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I up B. And I'm falling towards the stage, but I'm falling too close to the edge, so I can't, like, bounce a grenade. And I'm like, shit, he's just waiting there. He's just sitting there. And I think everyone in the room knew. That was it. I was dead. I lost because there's nothing I can do there. So I figured he'll never see this coming. I did a snake forward air. <laughs> Timed perfectly to when I landed right before he could hit me. Knocked him straight off the top of the stage. <laughs> for That's the win. Sick. And it was incredible. Like, People are just going apeshit because come on, snake forward air that would never work normally. But I have no <laughs> other move that I can hit someone beneath me with none except that. 
That's and uh, oh man, like like that was just extreme. That that two on one was so hard. And afterwards, it was awesome because uh, whenever a boss would just like be there, like w- like I'm pre- playing friendlies or something, and like I would use an NFR just randomly, he'd be like, "That's the movie you beat me with." I was sitting there like, "Yeah, yeah, it was." <clears throat> but I mean, like awesome. my my entire career, I think that was like the most awesome comeback. And I guess if you want something else, the whole um, CAT4. Yeah. Yeah, that whole Clash of the Titans 4 was one of the best experiences I've ever had. My first national tournament, you know, and uh, I'll make it quick for people that haven't heard the story. The venue was closing. Uh, the finals were cut off. Like, some of the you know final matches were cut off by the security, who just, like, pulled the power plug. It was streaming and everything, uh, and the, the stream cut off, too. And people were getting pissed because they paid to get in. And now they're getting kicked out and they can't watch the finals or anything like that. And I had to actually uh, take control of the situation because um, the other people, like Chibo Senpai, who was like, running the tournament, was getting kind of harassed. And I actually had to lead a group of Smashers. Like, I had to separate the people that were still in the tournament. I had to like make sure that we had a live stream set up. And... I brought everyone, directed them towards Chibo's place, um, you know, organized it all, and like made I made a lot of phone calls like back to like Michigan and stuff, and you know, got some people to set up things for me, uh, got Chibo to set up things for me, uh, and I made like a system and everything. Uh, we got it. I, I got there. We got it. And then when the stream, Chibo was you know had a VHS, he recorded it like that, mm-hmm. uh, but people still wanted to stream. We didn't have any equipment for it, but we did have a laptop with a, with a built-in microphone. No video. No. I remember this. This was awesome. Yeah, so I had so I decided, you know what? People want a live stream that bad because it was really you know it was a national tournament. It's a really big one. Uh, I did an audio-only live stream where I like old-school baseball kind of radio style gave a play-by-play of what was going on. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, you did a really that. good job of that. Thank you. I actually really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, and I had a lot of requests afterwards for, for like from people to do that for other tournaments and stuff. You know, never actually did because I mean, if you have a video and an audio, which one would you choose? Yeah. But it was it was a really really awesome experience. Yeah, that's it. Give right me fish. Up. Okay, um, I've been playing Smash for a long time. This question is ridiculous, um, just because it's so difficult to pinpoint anything. Um, I'm going to give a few that are, like, really quick, and then I'm going to elaborate on a couple. One of my favorite memories of when I was a Smash player is uh, before everyone knew that I was actually good, I could go to tournaments. Like, I went to OC2, like, way old school tournament. And I could just walk up to people and be like, hey, you want a money match? <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah, I don't know. And I'd go, dude, I play Bowser. And they'd like, all right. <laughs> so I made a lot of money doing that to people. <laughs> um, so that's, that's the, the first one. Um, one of them was uh, I went up to this tournament in, in uh, at Canada. And uh, they had a setup that was on a projector that had like a little screen in front of us that didn't lag and then a projector that everyone could watch. Um, and I just went on there to do a friendly and uh, and like 
winter stays, right? I held down that projector for four hours. Wow. And I told and I told one of my friends, uh, his name his tag is Genesis. When he came up, finally, I was like, dude, you better beat me. I'm really like, I can't do it anymore. It was too much. I was like, you better beat me. But I wasn't <laughs> going to give it to him. He had to beat me. You know what I mean? And he mm-hmm. beat me and got me off. That was that was really cool. Um, let's see. Another simple one. Uh, th- these are kind of like the couple of things that like made made my day, but more than my day, like my week and my career as a smasher. Uh, I went to a tournament in Arizona. And uh, so it was, uh, you know, the main players that were there, it was me, Mango, Lucky, Taj, Forward, um, and uh, Wobbles, and some other guys were there. Um, And so, like, Taj is one of my heroes. Like, he is the low tier that I looked up to. Right. You know, and I'm like, man, how does he do that with Mewtwo? That's crazy that he can do that. And, uh... I was playing a friendly match with somebody and Taj was watching me and I heard Taj say to forward, he goes, man, I don't know how he does it with Bowser. That, that, that was amazing. That made me feel so good. <laughs> so that, that was that, my favorite really one. Yeah. It, it, oh my gosh. I felt so good. Cause he's one of my heroes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Then I have, I have two that are a little more elaborate. So, uh, my very first trip, trip down to California uh, when I moved there. Uh, there were, I went from one tournament a month in Washington that really didn't have a lot of variation in, in results to the first weekend I was in California, there were three tournaments. Wow. And obviously I couldn't go to all of them. I went to one on Saturday and one on Sunday. And uh, the first tournament I got, uh, I got fifth or something like that. Um, I played Mango. It went down to last hit. I had never even heard of Mango. It was actually right after he beat Mewtwo King for the first time. Wow. I'd never even heard of him. Came down to last hit. <clears throat> anyway, the next day was actually the, the cool uh, the cool day. Um, so SoCal is obviously renowned as being one of the best places, the deepest scenes for, like, everything. Um, and... I have a lot of practice with really technical players being from Washington. You know, they they were very good at that time for sure. Uh, but anytime I went out of state, I did pretty well because they don't have Bowser experience. And uh, the way that the bracket worked, I basically went through their power rankings. Oh wow! Playing playing person after person after person after person on this ranking. Um, I can't remember who the first person I beat was, but I lost to DSF fairly early in the tournament, right? I mean, Sheik Bowser, it's, what, what can I do? It's hard. Yeah. He's good. He's a really good player. <clears throat> then uh, these videos are actually all up. It's, uh, I went, it was me against DC, who was the, what was he ranked? Like, I don't know, 15th or something like that. Um, that's me versus Captain Falcon. That's on YouTube. Uh, and, and I beat him, and everyone was like, oh my gosh. Everyone was crowded around watching. <clears throat> Normally when I'm watching, everyone's all hyped, right? Because it's like, Bowser, oh my gosh, let's do this, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm in their territory. Like, this is not Ooh. a Washington tournament. So yeah. everyone's watching, and they are dead silent for that first match. And they're just like, what the heck? He just beat DC with Bowser. And uh, then I had to play Lucky. That's also on YouTube. And I beat him. And while I was going through that match, you know, P- 
people almost changed loyalties and started cheering for me rather than for the SoCal people because it was like, Bowser is so tight. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I had to play Knives. And Knives at the time, I think, was ranked... Uh, I think he was somewhere in, in the top ten. Anyway, um, I played him. Our set went down to the last hit. Um, it was just it was just, just a really cool event. I got second at that tournament. That was one of my best placings. But all those videos are up. Those are my favorite videos I have. Um, the other story, this is one of my favorite stories to tell, actually. Um, we were at a tournament in California. It was one of the UCLA monthly tournaments. I don't know if you guys have ever seen any of those events, but they're freaking awesome. There's like 140 people that go to every one of those every month, at least back then. Um, and I think it was UCLA 4 or something like that. Um, this is just funny side note. First match I had to play, they, they were just announcing matches, and they were like, Gimpy Fish versus everyone. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Someone entered as everyone. Uh, anyway, later in the tournament... Uh, Lucky is playing this guy from Canada. Uh, I think his tag is Delorted, um, but he entered the tournament as Canada. And uh, it's so you know he's the only guy who came down from Canada. So everyone's trash talking him. Everyone, you know what? You know, just he's out of country. That's that's what's going to happen in SoCal. Um, but it gets really intense. Like in the middle of the match, when when Canada is playing Lucky, he stands up and turns around and he's like, "Shut the f up! You guys are you know." whatever and then it gets like you know it's it's heated and it's a lot quieter <laughs> and he actually i don't know how this happened he beat lucky lucky should have won but he beat lucky and then i had to play canada right after that Ooh. so like hype 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 hype, hype. USA, USA. <laughs> you know and uh he plays peach and so I was very confident in my Peach matchup. I have that match pretty down. Um, so the first match, I, I took him pretty pretty bad. It was a pretty bad matchup. And then he took me to Poke Floats. Yeah. Not exactly Bowser's best stage. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what generally happens on Poke Floats is I kill them at the rate I suicide. <laughs> so, like, I generally still get the hits, and, you know, I'm not losing, but I'm dying <laughs> just because it's so hard to move around. So, uh, is it slow poke? Is that the, the guy with the tail? Yeah. yeah. Comes out. Anyway, I'm standing on top of his tail, and he hasn't straightened it yet. And uh, Canada throws a turnip at me, and I'm at, like, 30%, and he's at, like, 150 or something like that. So, like, anything I hit him with is going to kill him. <clears throat> he hits me with a turnip, and I try to recover, but the tail curls down, oh, so man. I can't make it over, right? So I'm grabbing my controller, and I kind of, you know, I kind of squeeze the shoulder buttons, and I look straight down. I just look at my feet, and I shake my head, and I'm like, oh, man, I should have had this match. You know, I'm kind of disappointed. Suddenly, everyone is freaking out. Everyone's yelling and stuff, and I don't know what's going on. Lucky hits me on the back, and he goes, Gimpy, you're alive! And, you know, instincts take over in this moment. And so uh, Pseudo Wudo had come up, and I landed on him. <laughs> right? And I'm looking straight down, and I'm like, if there's anything that will get me out of this, it's up B. And so I just hit up B because I'm already shielding because I'm holding down the triggers because I was frustrated. And I up B, and then look up, and I see Peach flying off the top. Ah! <laughs> nice. So 
I won without looking. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was my favorite moment, I think. It was that definitely was that event. I actually did really good at that tournament. I got fifth, and there were like 130 people. I don't, I don't know if anyone's done that with Bowser before. <laughs> or ever again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty awesome. Anyway, that's those are some of my favorites. It's it's hard to answer that question because I've been playing for so long. I have so many memories. Well, I never you. really ever became a competitive smasher, but I think one of my favorites is when we went to Chicago for uh, one of the Clash of Brokenness tournaments. Oh yeah, they'd have uh, you know they'd have Street Fighter Four, they'd have Brawl, and they'd have uh, uh, Clash of Ninja Revolution Two because that was around the time that was out and. I did some commentary, and I think that was one of my more enjoyable Smash tournaments because you got to obviously meet new people. You go out of state, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was, it was. Do you remember Panda doing the commentary for the grand finals? It was yes, I do. Lane and and was it Lane and Anther? Probably. Usually, it, like yeah. back then, it used those two. Right. And then there was a, a pretty crazy story for getting home with. Lane and uh, um, was his Iris Kong's car and breaking out of a parking <laughs> structure without paying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely classic smash. Honestly, <laughs> but uh, now I mean I never really was competitive. I can't have a story as epic as I won without looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question is from Doggy zero eight zero. In StarCraft 2 news, uh, Apple company R- iRip recently sponsored a tournament for StarCraft 2 hosted by YouTube users Husky StarCraft and HD StarCraft, where the top winnings were a sum of about $4,000. Also in bigger news, a website by the name of Gosu Coaching has set up a StarCraft 2 training camp where pay- players will go to get one-on-one training from higher-end players with similar structure to the training schedule of a South Korean pro gamer. Uh, credit to SC2GGRise for the info. Of course, these camps have a small fee of $250, but were sold out almost instantly. What do you think this means, uh, says about esports here in the United States? Other things worth noting, Blizzard has openly shown its emphasis with esports, and there's been a growing interest of games among people previously considered non-gamers. With that in mind, do you think there is any chance that we could see esports expand to something of a broader interest? So this is the esports question. Yeah, I, like I said before, uh, I just I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the ESPN of competitive games because it's gonna I happen. Totally watch that channel. Like, can you imagine like turning it on, uh, like watching Halo, like competitive Halo, watching competitive StarCraft? Like, my brother loves StarCraft too. StarCraft defined his his like high school years. He played it all the time with his friends. All his all his friends he met through StarCraft in our high school. Like. Our high school required students to get laptops. It was a silly program. Um, and they just wanted to be the first that had laptops, so they were shitty laptops. But lo and behold, StarCraft ran on, the, on those laptops. And, you know, it was like his, bond, his way of bonding. So now, with StarCraft 2 so big, he's watched, he watches, he plays the game obviously a lot. But more, he watches live stream uh, of. I, I don't remember what the guy's name is, but it's really, really good stuff. Like, even I enjoy watching it. Where he explains what's going on, he explains the units and everything like that, and like, like he just brings it like, and you can you, the the uh, replay things you can do, like pause it, fast forward, uh, you know, like you can highlight things, you can see both players, one or the other, you can play with a lot, like a lot of different things. Te- the technology is there. <clears throat> I think it has entertainment value. 
and the audience is rapidly expanding thanks to things like WoW. Uh, WoW has gotten a lot of non-gamers into not just any kind of game, not casual games. Like I'm not talking about like your dad playing Bejeweled. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm talking about like you know your uncle getting addicted to a you know MMORPG. That and he's never played a video game before. You know, there's a lot of stories like that for WoW. So the the audience is expanding every day. People are realizing that there's something to this industry that has outgrossed movies and music in last year. Mm -hmm. It's an enormous industry that has not been impacted by recession. Yep, that's crazy. It's absolute insanity. So it's, yep. I think, like, on the horizon, obviously, we're not going to get it from G4. No. <laughs> they, They're more they have, they have some problems, you know, with the... Didn't they just like get cops or something, and now they play cops reruns all the time? Yeah, yeah, all the time. And like, even when they do tech shows, it's more like for gadgets and all, and not really for games. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. I so, used to watch oh. Attack of the Show so much. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the only show that I think anyone has respect for. On oh yeah, oh yeah. I but, mean, uh, X plays meh. for like a show about games when like. No other channel really has it. X Play does its job. Yeah, I I, I guess it kind of does. Yeah, I'll keep that. <laughs> but I I would love a channel. I would love an ESPN a competitive for, you know, video people. gaming channel. Me too. Yeah, it would be awesome. It, and 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 you know that it would work. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I am a perfect example. Like I was saying earlier, I'm subscribed to like six YouTube streams that do competitive games on them. I'm I'm watching this channel already. I'm just doing it in a more complicated way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and how many people are already doing that? Like my uh my YouTube account has a huge subscriber base because I was uploading tournament videos and things like that. Mm -hmm. Same with uh you know Street Fighter 4 tournaments. There was a Midwest Championships a little while ago. You know how Smash live streams can get pretty crazy sometimes to get, you know, a few hundred people watching? Yeah. Yeah. This event had at one point almost 4,000 people no. in the stream. Yeah, that's impressive. Ridiculous. And that's, that's just a stream. That's you going out of your way to sit there and watch Street Fighter 4 on your computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And look at StarCraft. Obviously has a ridiculous audience. People love StarCraft. People love Halo. You know, it, it, it's, it's gonna happen. I just hope it would happen sooner rather than later. Well, I mean, I MLG me. already has a little bit of a connection with ESPN. They do the yeah. they model like the Sports Center top 10 plays with like Halo kills or at least, I don't know if they still do that but they used to. Yeah, that was so, always really cool. I like that. They kind of have like a small connection there, and you say like you wait for the next ESPN. Well, it's partially there, but it definitely needs like something more than G four. Yeah, honestly, yeah. mm -hmm. it'll need some fine tuning. And odds are high, you're not going to find a cable company that's that's willing to say, "All right, we'll dedicate, we'll give you an entire channel." No. You know, I, like, I would say that you you know whoever would want to do this would have to go through MLG first. They are all right, guys. It's up to us. Let's do this. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I was thinking about. It. I was thinking about like doing that. If I didn't have to go to medical school, go to MLG and say like start start like a web 
like almost a twenty four seven like web uh, series, it's a TV show kind of thing. Yeah, that, exactly a stream, a twenty four seven stream, uh, but more professional to get the attention of broadcasting networks and get a real channel, you yeah. know, out there. Mm-hmm. I think it would work. Mm-hmm. And I, I so, yeah, it's I, probably I coming, <laughs> but it, to be it seems like it'll be. Uh, unfortunately, later rather than sooner. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's hard for them to, like you were saying, be like, "Oh, you're making a TV channel about competitive gaming. You can have this major broadcasting channel." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's exactly. it, it's not that easy. It'll happen. I, I think it's it's like the idea of competitive games. Like games have have like gotten out there. People people get it. People understand games. It's not like stupid anymore to say I'm gonna go home and play some video games you know mm-hmm. like hanging out with friends and playing games is not what just nerds do but I think it'll take a little bit more time before competitive games the idea of uh, tournaments for games and stuff to be less I guess um, judged or more mainstream you could say mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah just a matter of time I used to actually be a little bit embarrassed by the fact that I had traveled for video game tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, you know, like three years ago, it would be something that I wouldn't necessarily want to volunteer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But it's come so long, even in those three years, that I can tell people, like, I got paid to go to a video game tournament across the country. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? I- and nobody's going to be like, oh, you play video games? Ha ha, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody really does that anymore. Yeah, I. So it's I, it's you know, already come a long way. I, being in medical school, like when I tell people I did play, you know, competitive uh, video games, competitive Smash Brothers, the response I get, I thought it was, at first it was going to be like, "Oh, okay, that's what yeah. I got most college." But in medical school, people are like, "What the hell? Like, that's awesome!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I get jealousy, which I'm like, "Oh, okay, it was." It was <laughs> You know, they ask how I got into it. I'm like, it was an accident. I I liked the game, so I I was good at it. So I played it. <laughs> I got good. Yeah. yeah, I mean. So before I bring this episode to a close, I got to give a few uh, plugs and shout outs. First, the Show Me Your News forums, showmeyournews.com slash forum. Uh, two of these people who asked mail time questions joined this week and asked really great questions in the uh, episode 62 details thread. So we like our new members at the Show Me News Forum, so go check that out. And, well, it's the Show Me News Wiki. Basically, anything from showmenews.com. Go check it out, and you can help with the wiki if you have any information that you wish to contribute for the podcast. And I have to give a special shout-out to podcast fan Masterlink X, who is a big-time brawl hacker, and he uh, probably about a month or so ago actually released a massive texture pack and I know Panda definitely knows how I was into the brawl hacking and yeah. all that kind of stuff Masterlink X basically revamped almost everything in brawl while keeping like the game intact like created an entirely new menu system like new background and mm. everything wow. and like you know made like special like character placements for you know Squirtle, Ivysaur and Charizard so that you could um, basically select them and they wouldn't change and stamina wouldn't be affected Mm. in addition to just having the normal Pokemon trainer. Um, 
basically everyone had a texture except for you know the default skin, and except for Game and Watch because you know you can't really yeah. do good textures for Game and Watch. Each stage had two textures. Almost every song in the game was replaced. Wow. <laughs> it is like almost two gigabytes, and you need to vote like an entire two gig SD card specifically just for Brawl. I'm using his pack now, and I had to give him a huge shout out on the show, also because he put Chapa Chapa nice. in in the, in the soundtrack. So, <laughs> well done, Master Link X. You get that, that is impressive. My biggest props. That's awesome. Okay. Anything else from you guys that you want to cover? We're about um, two and a half hours in here. Airship. Jeez, that's long. <laughs> Get it. I'm, I'm, well, first of all, that's what she said. Also, uh, <laughs> that's my fault, probably. I, I go on far too many tangents. I apologize for that. But, <laughs> People yeah. like the retro show me news. Yeah, stuff. I, I think <laughs> we're just, we're a deadly combination of <laughs> off topicness. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> At least we didn't have, you know, all, you know, sarcastic. As, as much as people Yeah, I remember that, so. that one. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> episode. Oh, man. Good so times. Good. <laughs> uh, but what, what, when is the airship? Is it in July? Well, it actually got postponed because, you know, the uh, the Smash scene is just so great right now. And also MLG is doing a, a North Carolina event, like, not a few weeks after the airship in Uh-oh. the same exact venue. So it's right now pushed back to winter. Um, but it's it's mostly a good thing that it's getting pushed back. It's such a great summer for competitive Smash, with you know Apex Two and M- yeah. what MLG is doing for Brawl. Um, mm-hmm. So you know we'll get more information on Airship as it becomes available. Okay, because I was I was going to say like I guess the old school Show Me Your News commentary is going to be on display there on like uh, was it. Um, I, actually, you know what? I don't know what information I'm allowed to actually give out because mm-hmm. uh, I've heard some things from my 3D. So yeah, I didn't actually, actually know it was about the like, airship this winter. Yeah, right and on. I think that's all. For that's me. all. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being on. It's it brought you know retrorific happiness to my <laughs> heart to have uh, this you know this kind of combination on again. And you know, guys, anytime you want to be back on the show, let me know. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It really was. Thanks for letting me come back on. I actually uh, had requested to come back on because it was going to be episode number 62, and how could I pass that up? So exactly. this was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were to claim a number, it would be 69. So in seven more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have uh, your E3, you know, hype coverage next week. Uh, the you know actual events will be on the 14th and 15th. And actually, They'll have a Natal thing on the Sunday the 13th. But yeah, that's, that's for another time. With yeah, that, I'm Yoko. I'm Samurai Panda. And I'm Gimpy Fish. And we are out.
Oh look, you stuck around for this week's Easter egg, didn't you? That's the true dedication of the Show Me Your News fan right there. And actually, you're just the person I want to talk to. See, the podcast is going to be bringing back an old segment. It's called It's Your Turn. Oh, that's right. Some of you may know it as the Brawl Viewpoint. See, for those who are new to the show, Brawl Viewpoints were a way for the fan base to get their voices heard about the future release of Super Smash Bros. Brawl back in the day. They'd record themselves postulating about a topic of their choice, send it in, and I'd play the best one on air during the next episode. So, here's how it's going to work for It's Your Turn. First, pick a gaming topic of your choice. It can be anything. Just make sure it's not going to be one of the major topics for an episode, because, you know, we'll already be covering it on SMYN. Then, record yourself discussing the issue for a few minutes, save it as an MP3, upload it to a file-sharing site, like Mega Upload, and then send me an email the link to show at gmail.com. From there, I'll post your link on the Show Me Your News forums at showmeyournews.com slash forum, where the community will get the chance to review the candidates for the week, and one will be picked to be spread out on the airwaves on an episode. See the general SMYN section on the forums for more information. And remember, if you have strong opinions about a video gaming topic, but never thought you'd have the chance to be on the air, well, don't worry. It's your turn.